Hello and welcome to another episode of the Uncommon Energy Podcast. On this week's episode, we're going to be talking about a new TCG tabletop simulator that was released by a member of the community, not Twinleaf, which we did a whole episode about not too long ago. We will talk about the results from the Champions League tournament that took place over in Japan in Kyoto. Crazy results there, some wacky decks in the top 16, and maybe something a little unexpected getting the win. We'll talk about that, of course. We will have Guess That Flavor Text, everyone's favorite segment of the podcast. And then we're going to talk about the absolutely absurd new cards that were revealed. Really just one of them is the absurd new card. The return of the A-Specs, a bunch more future and ancient Pokemon new trainer cards as well tons to talk about on this week's episode you're not going to want to miss it and then of course we will wrap things up with our bonus episode over on the patreon if you are a supporter of us over there on patreon you get that 30 extra minutes every single week of content from myself and azul so be sure to check that out if you're interested in hearing more from us and showing us a little bit of support it's patreon.com slash uncommon energy podcast my name is Chip Ritchie, joined here as always by my friend and co-host Azul GG. Azul, what's going on, man? How's your week been? I guess first off as well, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, all those good things. We are actually recording on Christmas Day tonight, recording a little earlier than normal. Uh, but yeah, Merry Christmas. How's your holidays been, Azul? Uh, it's been uh, fine. Didn't do too much for the holidays. Usually visit some family, either mine or Lorelai's. Um but uh, no family visiting this time around, so just kind of chilling um, <clears throat> at the house. I was going to stream today, but then I started doing some other stuff, uh, worked on some other stuff uh, just in general, like for my content and stuff. So still working, I guess, but uh, didn't end up streaming. And uh, but yeah, had a good day. The week's been good. Had some good streams over the weekend, though, streaming the Champions League uh, Kyoto. That was pretty, uh, that was fun, fun streams with that. I like doing those kind of streams. It's hard to like line them up, though um because like the european regional stream started like midnight for me latin america doesn't have tournaments australia has tournaments that line up for me good with time zone but they're not streamed yeah. um so champions leagues works perfectly the champion leagues, leagues work perfectly starts up about 4 p.m my time and usually ends around 1 a.m so that works per that's like perfect that's perfect um and then obviously i travel to all the north american events so i don't get to do too many of like kind of the watch party type streams but it was really fun to do uh do it this time around so i had a ton of fun with that uh, over the weekend and then uh yeah just gonna be doing some more streaming this week and all that kind of fun stuff but how about you chip how was your how have your holidays been so far how was your week weekend it was pretty good spent some time with family the last few days which was fun yeah christmas is a lot of fun with a kid man even though he's still tiny and doesn't like understand a lot of stuff that's going on it's like just fun to watch him uh around like my family and like uh watch the family kind of like react to him and stuff like that and then also um watch him like get his new gifts and stuff like that and open up like unwrap presents really for the first time uh it was kind of fun like him figuring out like to pull the paper and getting into boxes <laughs> and getting excited about all his new toys um we're very lucky to have a big family on both sides my wife's family pretty big my family pretty big and they both love buying gifts for samuel so it's like we're very blessed in that <laughs> But the problem is, is there's so many baby toys in our house now. So many kid <laughs> toys. It's like, it's kind of ridiculous how much stuff he got for Christmas, to be honest. And then uh, also, you know, like, usually, I mean, even though, like, I'm an adult now, you know, my parents and my wife's parents, like, you know, they'll go out of their way and, like, get us, 
you know, some good gifts every single year. And I'm very thankful. My parents still got us like plenty of gifts and stuff, but it's like my gifts this year compared to in the past, it's like, I got a lot of new shirts and a lot, uh, I got a new sports jacket to wear on stream potentially, which is great. Very nice. nice. But then it's like, you know, I'm getting the clothes and same as getting all the fun stuff, which is, it's, <laughs> it's fun to watch him, you know, just react and get excited about all that stuff though. So very much enjoying, uh, it's, it's very different. Cause like last Christmas, we had him last Christmas, but he was like three months old. And yeah. then this Christmas, it's like he's actually reacting and doing stuff. It's just really fun to watch. Sounds like a good time for sure. Um, but yeah, I think we can uh, go ahead and jump into it then. Uh, it. First first topic, something that kind of just popped up right before, I guess, early, was it earlier today? Earlier yeah, today, earlier right? today. Yeah, so not right before we started recording, but earlier today, which was a new tabletop simulator. Um, and a lot of discussion around tabletop simulators with Twin Leaf, which we haven't really heard too much about uh since we had our episode um with uh dan tdm um but uh now this has popped up and uh yeah everyone's uh everyone's uh kind of excited for it it looks like for sure yeah kind of popped out up out of nowhere to be honest <laughs> uh didn't see it coming at all but yeah just a, a pretty it looks like just a two-player version of the pokey stats or not pokey stats um limitless tabletop simulator that a lot of people use already for coaching and testing and stuff like that and this is just kind of like a two player version of it you do have to do everything manually it's not simulated at all so you you know if you discard your hand for research you have to click discard hand draw however many cards but yazul and i went in there and messed around with it for a second looks like it functions just fine a little clunky to get used to at first compared to, you know, TCG live where everything just happens for you. You do have to do everything manually with it, uh, but it's really cool. Yeah. Uh, just a, another option for people to try to get some practice in probably a good tool for coaching, those type of things. So, uh, yeah. yeah, I don't know. I mean, as well as someone who does a lot of coaching, could you see yourself using something like this over TCG live? Yeah, I mean, depending on how, how functional it is, I haven't gotten into it too much. I loaded up a deck earlier. Um, and it varies, yeah, like, the, nothing is really automatic from what I can tell. Everything is basically, I mean, there's, like, the hotkeys for, like, drawing cards, discarding cards, whatever. Um, yeah. But nothing's automatic. You can't, like, play a research and then discard your hands. So you can draw seven cards as far as I can tell anything like that. But um, for coaching, maybe, yeah, I could definitely see using this something for something like coaching. I think uh, a lot of people could potentially utilize this for testing against themselves, which I, a lot of people don't, I don't think, I actually just think a lot of people don't know about doing that to be honest because like, yeah it's not something you really think about um so who knows people listening to this might take away that from this episode and be like oh testing against yourself i never really thought about that but that's definitely a very useful way to test it's very mentally draining though i would say it's probably the most mentally draining form of testing because you have to think about uh the game from both sides consistently throughout the game um and you're really trying to create like a perfect game of pokemon yeah with that form of testing and it's just like very I was just very draining. Like even like though you're not really playing for anything by playing on PDCG Live, still climbing the ladder and like getting the rewards and the points and all that stuff is like playing towards something. Um, so yeah, and and like it's more enjoyable to play with the cards IRL against someone else as well and be, like be interacting with someone else. So it is really dr mentally draining to like test by yourself, but it is a very good form of of testing for sure. So I think this could definitely be used strongly for that. And like yeah, coaching like you said also be another good uh good use for this for sure yeah i think it's cool especially for the gym leader challenge community because yeah. as of now there's not really been a great way to play gym leader challenge online i think that in the tricky gym discord they run like weekly webcam tournaments which is cool and good um but you know ever since tcgo went down 
TCG Live doesn't support all of the cards legal for Gym Leader Challenge. So I think that's another cool use. Um, the ability to potentially run retro tournaments and stuff like that, I think, is very cool. Uh, but again, everything is done manually. So it does open up uh, opportunities when you're trying to do tournaments and stuff for people to like, you know, cheat, drop too many cards. You know, there can be disputes of what happened, what should have happened. But it's good that there's like a, a turn log, right? You can see exactly what happens in a turn. So usually stuff like that should be able to be, you know, mediated by a judge of some short out, sort, I would imagine. But yeah, I'm excited uh, if there's like some sort of retro tournament or GLC tournament using this. I might try to hop in and see how it goes. Um, I could definitely yeah, see this. That, that could be like one of the best uses for this right now, honestly. Yeah, to be honest, yeah, like for GLC, I guess like that old form. What are the, what have, what have people been using <clears throat> besides what's he? What people oh, people use um. What TCG one? Yeah, I forget what that even looks. But this looks better than TCG one, doesn't it? TCG one, I am not a big fan <laughs> of, uh, just because of, um. Wait, what is the oh TC? I put the wrong thing. It's it's, TC, it's play TCG one dot net. Yeah, yeah, I put TC. I somehow ended up with a TCE one. That's not the right one. TCG one. Yeah, you can hop in and like watch people's games. People use this mostly for like old old formats a lot of the time. There's an expanded unbanned format going on <laughs> tournament right now. Wait, I, I, I don't know where game. I am. Okay. How do you even oh play game? Is that what I click on the top right there? Yeah, you, you're gonna have to uh, create an account if you don't have one or sign in. I might I maybe have one. I don't know if I have one. Okay, there one. we go. I can see who I'm spectating. Oh, you can expanded spectate on it though? unbanned game that's happening right now. <laughs> hey, wait, that's kind of cool that you can spectate though. I didn't know you could do that. You can do that. And that is a difference between this and something like a, a simulator like a simulator you have to like plan with a friend to go in and play yeah. this you can just queue up against random people which i think that is cool but this just like i mean it works right but it just doesn't look great i i've always compared watching a game on tcg one to like uh watching someone play try to play pokemon using microsoft excel like that's what it feels <laughs> like <laughs> it definitely looks a little little cleaner a cleaner little new on the on tcg sim but i can see um yeah that's uh, dude honestly i didn't know you could spectate on that on that other one that's kind of sick to be honest why like that's also like another feature that spectate you, games well it's like there's yeah, not kind of not wanted... matchmaking right so you can't spectate if there's not matchmaking i guess you could spectate like rooms if you had uh yeah i wonder actually could you join this could you join a room you can like generate a room and share the id can you join it as a spectator that would be question that would be something that would be cool to be see. but that's you know i would, yeah i just wish you could like spectate it makes me just like think about like being able to spectate on pdcg live it would just be nice to be able to spectate on pdcg live is what i'm like thinking now that would be like we don't have that as a uh a possibility but that would be cool um <laughs> it's one of those things that i definitely wished we've had for um well, wow. and another thing like that's big on Pokemon Showdown, the VGC battle simulator game, a thing that's huge on there is replays. You can like go back and watch people's past battles and stuff. So like if someone is the top rank of the ladder, you can go back and watch their different games and their, their climb to the first rank. That's cool, actually. That's actually kind of sick. Yeah, that's actually, I guess that's one thing we never that's like the one thing that I to be honest, I actually tweeted that, I think at some point um was like well back when pdc july first dropped when everyone was like complaining about all the things that were warranted to complain about um 
I feel like no one even, I, and I also didn't know that there was no spectate. There was no way to spectate. And that was not something that was ever mentioned, which would be like something that would have been cool to add. I don't know how, like in other games, if that's It would have been thing. cool as something that like differentiated it from PTCGO, right? Because it, yeah, it doesn't yeah. have any of that. Like in Hearthstone, you can spectate your friends and stuff like that. It'd be honestly even cool if you could just go, you know, like, um, who is it? I think, it, I don't even know who does it. Maybe it was like Tim the Tatman, where he'll like go play Warzone and sing solos and he'll die. And then he'll just like spectate the person who killed him for the rest yeah, of the yeah, game. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like it'd be funny if on PTCG Live, you could just spectate a random game. And you could just, that would be so sick, actually, to be honest, the more that I'm thinking about it. You just go spectate a random game and you could just go watch someone randomly play, uh, see how they play, play a game. Yeah. That would actually, that's actually kind of cool. But that's not a thing you can do, unfortunately. But that would be pretty cool to be honest, now that I'm thinking about it. But or at the very least, spectating friends would be cool um specifically for like the online tournament scene making it easier to uh stream and kind of broadcast the online tournaments is the main reason that'd be cool to go to spectator yeah a spectator mode would be awesome for for tournaments and stuff like that definitely something that we that we wish we had for sure um but yeah and it was just cool uh cool to see where it goes for sure um i'm sure there's a lot of uh, a lot of potential with it um and we'll just see what people do with it like we said um Twin Leaf is is uh, kind of the one that everyone's talking about, um, but we haven't uh, heard from Twin Leaf in a little bit. I'm sure they're still cooking over there, um, just maybe taking a little bit longer than they had initially thought. Um, but yeah, we haven't heard heard about the Twin Leaf in a while. But we got this here now, so there, there's something to something to work with for right yeah. now for sure. Yeah, if you're interested, if you're listening to this and kind of interested in more of our thoughts on the Pokemon TCG Sim stuff, go watch our episode with dan tdm from a few weeks ago he's the one who's kind of funding the twin leaf project so he gave us a lot of information and insight we showed some clips of like what that simulator looked like think you know something similar to tcg1 i guess more similar to tcg1 because it's like automated but um doesn't look like you're playing at microsoft excel right (laughs) tcg1 is automated how much of it is automated it's fully automated you mean if you like play a research it'll discard a hand and draw seven cards yes wait actually Yes. I didn't know this. Yeah, but usually one of the issues with TCG1 is that like a set comes out and then it takes them like two months to update the functionality. Oh, uh, okay. Which is fair because it's just like a fan made. Exactly. But TCG1 totally is fair. more than just Pokemon, right? Isn't it like other games as well over there? I don't think so. Maybe I'm trolling. Maybe I'm thinking about something else. Stuff, though. Was there one of the simulators at some point that was. Wait, really? It's so, like if you. You can like click abilities and stuff on the bench. Yeah, dude, what? I'm I pretty. Sh- I haven't played this in a minute. See, I, th- I I think it's all. I don't think it's automatic at all. I think. Or I think it is automated, dude. I have played it in the past. I'm pretty sure it I is. Played like... in the. I've maybe played it twice to be honest. I've actually played it very little. I have played it before, but not very often. Um, it is automated, dude. You Look, sure? I'm watching this base Neo game happening right now. How can you, how can you tell if it's automated or not? I guess I can't tell if it's automated. That's what I'm saying. Played computer search. So look, I'm watching this happen out. Raichu Mar played computer search. Gonna search something out. I guess eventually. Okay, shuffle deck. Let's just see how fast things happen. Flip yeah, from how chaos gym. Many... There was the flip. Okay. Heads play item finder. Can you see how many games are going on right now? You see that? How can I go back? Last time I went back, it like backed me out. Exit game. Okay. Uh, this. <laughs> this is it. 
So we've got an EX block game happening. We've got a base Neo game, a 2021 uh, format team up through CRE. What's that? Classic Chilling right Rain. there. It's a classic right there. <laughs> it's a classic. 2021. Uh, another one. A bunch of dude. Why is is there like a tournament happening for this format or something? Yeah, right so now? I was saying it seemed like there was a lot. I was like, well, yeah, it sounds like there's a lot. Why is there so many? Let me look on playlist tournaments ongoing. No, there's not. There's just a lot of gamers. A lot of gamers, I guess. Okay, <laughs> sure, sure, sure. See, and this person's looking for a game. So the ones that say join, it's like people looking for games. Okay, you have to join it. Okay, maybe 5. I need to go back. Five. I don't know what I the didn't... description five point five means. There must be some like. Is that a format? Yeah, maybe it's like including XY five point five or something, or uh, uh, Sword and Shield five point five, something like that. Why is it? Are people playing team up to. What Chilling rain. Chilling rain. Why? <laughs> There's, <laughs> There's a lot a of people playing. It. There's gotta be. There's right? gotta be a tournament. Some going Discord on server format. out there. Or something yeah, like for that. sure. There's just no way. All right, hang on. Oh, it's, look, this game just no ended. way. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. We're going to figure out if it's automated or not. Well, we could just, you could just go queue up a game and see. Are you like, logged in? No. Do you want me to log in real fast? Dude, I'd have to make a deck, like. Was well, there an import? You go to Limitless and find a, a deck from this format, I guess. Yeah, so wait, so you, so it's oh, current, okay, like, okay, new cards. Are new cards energy. automated? Let's see how fast stuff happens when they click buttons. Attach a capture energy. Yeah. But now they're going in there and they're clicking search deck, take a card. No, dude, it's automated. I swear, man. I don't think so. There's just no way. Okay, okay. Well, <laughs> things we should have known before we started recording, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I yeah, I used TCG one like a couple times way back. Same. I don't even I don't even know how long ago I played, but I only played like two or three, maybe three games. One of the people from our area game. who played competitively for a few years used to exclusively test on TCG one. I mean, it's a good testing tool, that's for sure, yeah. right? Like, it's definitely a good testing tool. I'll give it that. Um, outside of that, I'm not too sure, right? That's, well, uh, yeah. We'll have to, someone in the comment section will tell us for sure, right? <laughs> what, what, yeah. I'm pretty someone, sure it's automated, but uh, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, someone Maybe in the we'll comment section will test it out after sure. the podcast is done recording. Okay, sure. Yeah. We'll test it out going into the, into the bonus episode <laughs> into the boat yeah that's what we'll do in the bonus episode this week is we'll play a game that that could be a, a weekly segment on the patreon is like we play a game on tcg1 of like an old format of <laughs> 2021 are, yeah. team up through chilling rain <laughs> <laughs> oh man team up through chilling rain bro broken for that, that's that, i don't know why yeah, the obsession with the team up through chilling rain is definitely funny though that's for sure um they're loving the they're loving that one for some reason. The Shadow Rider format. All right. Yeah. Well, speaking of tournaments, you know, while there may be a team up tournament happening on t- uh, <laughs> TCG One right now, there was a current standard format tournament that took place over in Japan. It actually wasn't exactly a current standard format tournament. They do they have, have a, little a few bit more cards that we yeah. don't have. From well, we've had Moonlight Hill for like six months or something yeah so, when are we while. getting that card that's a great question it's gonna huh? be in it's gonna be in paldean fates i think it's confirmed some weird okay. someone mentioned that in my chat the other day when we were talking about that um i think that's actually kind of ridiculous like it actually is like uh, in the past we've been so separated from them it's like all right who, who really cares but like why did we not get moonlight hill in paradox rift yeah right like they're trying to they've already basically like the, the game is designed around whatever japan is playing right the formats that japan plays and for a long time we were in a separate format where it was like 
we didn't get to play formats Japan got to play. Like the big one that people talk about is uh the Buzzwell tag team card. There was basically there was a point in Japan where that was like a tier one deck, but we never got that point because our set is made up of like two of their sets a majority of the time. Yeah. But now we're getting to the point where like our major set that, that are... Buzzwell deck was tier one, but then when it came out here in America, it came out in the exact same set as Reshiram and Charizard tag team. Yeah. And we got which is like too, also right? a very like... good card. <laughs> It happens to be a fire type. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, like, that's kind of annoying, right? Especially as, like, people who just want to play more Pokemon and di play different Pokemon in different play ways. different formats. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty annoying for sure. But um, it does seem like we're getting, we're supposed to be getting closer to, like, uh, synced up with them as far as the format goes. And then it's like, there's this set, like, okay, they got Moonlight Hill before we got Paradox Rift. It's like, okay, sure. But it's like, okay, well, give it to us in Paradox Rift then, right? Like, it's supposed to be in the format. You're trying to have us play the same format as Japan, which makes sense because the game is designed around Japan's format. And then it's like, we still haven't gotten Moonlight Hill yet. It's like, why did we not get it in Paradox Rift? That makes no sense, right? Yeah. Like, it's kind of, an, it's actually, it's like kind of annoying, right? Like, especially with like, we're headed towards syncing us up with the same format. Why are we waiting an extra four months for this card? Which isn't like, it's not like a, I don't know, like a, I don't know, like a, a prime catcher uh just like uh, how much it's going to shake up the format type card yeah. but like everyone plays it as a one of in guard for over in japan so uh, it's definitely pretty annoying to be it's honest. not like, a format just... shattering card but it's a card that makes a big difference for yeah, a specific it's a, deck like it's a, it's a it's a card you play in a tier one slash tier two deck right like wherever you kind of place guard for in that depending on the rest of the meta so uh, to be honest i'm kind of annoyed by that that we have it's taking this long for us to get the card um, because we did have a set if we didn't have like a set where it could have been like if it was like our major set releases they get Moonlight Hill as a promo a, a month after, and then we don't get another major set for two months. It's like okay, that, like I, I'm I'm fine with it, but we literally got Paradox Rift after Moonlight Hill was a card. So, but hopefully going forward, like that's not a thing that is a constant factor with like uh, cards like that. But we'll see. So we don't know exactly how many people were at this tournament. I'm gonna assume it was like three K or something yeah. like that, <laughs> like in that ballpark. Uh, that's pretty much the standard for the Champions Leagues over in mm -hmm. Japan. Um, and the whole tournament was won by Lost Box, Kyogre Lost Box, Paradox Kyogre Lost Box, kind of similar to like the Tord deck without an evolution Pokemon in it, no Giratina, no Palkia. Um, but yeah, Azul, you watched this whole tournament play out. You streamed it over on Twitch. You watched it live. Did you watch the finals and stuff live? Was that what time yep. was that happening? for you and like uh 1 a.m or before okay. 1 a.m yeah so, so, so like it's, it's not, not too bad, bad at all yeah. yeah i'll definitely be like watching more of these or all of these tournaments on my on my channel moving forward so you know someone who watched the whole thing like what are kind of your takeaways from the tournament like how the format played out or like i guess just this deck specifically even um i mean one of my takeaways one of my main takeaways from watching the tournaments in japan is best of one sucks uh, they do play best of one for anyone who doesn't know. They play day one, nine rounds, best of one. Day two, five rounds, best of one. Tops, cut to top 16, best of one throughout all. Even to the finals, it's best of one. And it is it is tough to watch best of one, to be honest. It's definitely way more enjoyable to kind of see how players adjust and change their play. And even kind of, you can't really talk about that either. It's like, okay, now they know about this tech card or they know about this card in their opponent's deck. How do they adjust? Um, and like, you get to see, like you see like the, the true uh, or more RNG of the Pokemon TCG, where it's like, well, one person just draw, drew really well, or more often than not, someone drew really bad or just kind of dead drew, right? So um, that's one thing that, of course, always stands out when I watch these these uh, tournaments. But uh, the meta was like pretty, 
nothing too crazy. The top cut decks were the crazy decks, to be honest. But I saw a lot of a lot of Charizard, a lot of Tina, a lot of Guardi on Charizard, Tina, Guardi, and Maridon. Um, it, Daichi was actually on stream for one of the rounds playing the Maridon, uh, the Peony. It was all Peony Maridon. There was no Path Maridon. All Peony, all going fast. Um, so yeah, a lot of the nor- same stuff, but it was really the top cut decks that stood but out. Daichi on honest. stream versus Lugia. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That one um, seems like it was probably tough for uh for Mr. Lugia over here. It was not a close game <laughs> yeah. at all. Um, but I mean, I guess that's one of those moments where you're like kind of happy it's a best of one. You know, just have it be over with. <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, yeah, just have it be over with and kind of go from there. Uh, wasn't gonna say. I don't know. Yeah, it's one thing. I don't know. I mean, maybe they didn't know it was Lugia. They also streamed like a lot of times. They would stream. They had like a. They have like a a main stream setup and like a side setup so they would show games from the side setup uh pretty often so we'd like we saw two top 16 matches two top eight matches uh both top four matches and then the finals and then like in normal rounds you would see sometimes like uh we'd be in like round 13 and we'd watch a round 13 match and then they would put on a round 12 match from the previous round um to kind of fill the fill the void there uh, which was nice. So they like were um, recording the match that was happening. Yeah, yeah. Got so it. they had they like would put some of the side stage matches on. And sometimes it'd be like two round thirteen matches or whatever as well. Um, but sometimes they would pick from previous rounds. Like there was a, a round. <laughs> it was like after round fourteen happened, they pulled up a round seven match from yesterday, uh, from the day before. So that was like those are like not that exciting because you like already know it doesn't matter. Um, but yeah. it's it's cool. It's good content, right? More gameplay, more action, um, stuff like that. Um, but it was definitely the uh, definitely the top cut decks that stood out to me overall for sure. Yeah, and speaking of the top to cut decks, we did see this Kyogre build, pretty interesting version of Lost Box. Lost Box is like a deck that doesn't really feel like it has an identity right now. People are still Lost there's style. not like a centralized one. This is the way to play Lost Box, which is what we've had kind of in past formats. It's like there was like. Yeah. It's centralized, not not maybe just one, but like there was two builds pretty much, right? It's like the Kyogre build or like the Super Turbo build was pretty much what it was in previous formats. But now it's like the Paradox stuff. You could have the uh, other techs in there, like what Tor has been playing. You could uh, have none of the Paradox stuff. It could just be like the super effective glasses build, just aggro take yeah. two prizes every single turn. So there's still a lot of question marks, I think, out there on Lost Box um which is cool which is cool i think because there's like so many different things that your opponent could do when you're sitting across from them it makes you there's a lot for you to try to manage and identify what you need to play around yeah i i agree i think i thought it was maybe going to centralize around sables are but after like playing someone i just don't think sables are that good to be honest um i think like the, the the lost pile builds like this are the way to go for sure um and uh they're just they're you don't have to come up with something new to try and be predictable every unpredictable every time um i think kind of this like kyogre hands moon uh, uh trio there i think that's like a pretty good go-to trio to to have around for most matchups i think without the kyogre you really suffer into the maridon matchup so i think you kind of want the kyogre there to kind of shore up that matchup um so yeah i think that trio is like a pretty good trio to kind of build behind for sure and then kind of kind of go from there because like the hands in the moon um, and I would say with how popular Charizard is right now, you probably want the Tina. I kind of like the Tina. Another way, kind of more aggressively one-hit KO uh, two-prizers. And it's something you can kind of... I, I think the thing is, like, you almost want, like, something you can start to set up on board to do that um, more so than anything. You want to be able to, like, do it off a of board um, to be able to bench moon, moon bench Tina. But, yeah, th- this I think this is, like, the go... This is the go-to the way to play Locksbox, I think, right now, for sure. Get the that trio and kind of 
figure out what else you want behind that. Also, Ditto was super popular. I, I actually was going to mention that as well. In Japan, the, the Tinas were playing it. The Lost on Decks were playing it. They're loving the Ditto. I like. I kind of like the Ditto too. Oh, five, like you would play five Comfy, I think, if you could, in these kind of Lost on Decks. So and this I mean, basically Ditto almost is gives the same thing. thing. Yeah, for the most part, there's like, I'd say it's worse than a fifth Comfy probably overall, but yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, it's definitely not bad. The Ditto, the Ditto's okay. And then the second place deck was a Turbo Roaring Moon deck. Starts to get wild. Uh, yeah, the finals, the, the deck that actually won, and I will say this, the player that won definitely played the best out of all the players we watched, which is something cool to see, especially in best of one. This player as well, I was looking at some of the results from these players. A lot of them, they had no results, like at least listed on Limitless. I'm sure they've done well yeah. in like city leagues and stuff like that to, to get to this point. Uh, but a lot of them, there was a few that like were day two at Champions Leagues or like the top, you know, 100th. 128 something like that there was a couple top eights in there but the person who won haruki got top four at this same tournament last year so that's pretty cool go top four last year and that's their only result on their limitless page as well so i wonder if they're like a kyoto local legend or something like that you know <laughs> showing up just doing their thing uh, i think they played a kyogre deck last year as well which is kind of cool to see that come back around full circle but uh yeah yeah playing well getting to top four last year and getting the first place this year yeah, and the stuff starts to get a little bit. Yeah, the finals, as like I said, they. I think they definitely out of the players that I watch. I think they played the best, and uh, you know, it's Lost Box, Kyogre Hands, Roaring Moon. It's not like a huge surprise anymore after Tor did well with it. Now we're seeing it win, but then it starts to get a little bit more wild. The finalist list, it's Roaring Moon, which isn't like that. Like it's, uh, Roaring Moon's like known as like uh, it's a known quantity, right? Right. And you look at the list, and you're like, okay, Darkrai V Star and four cross receiver, <laughs> and that's where you're like, whoa, what's going on here? But I actually played with this. A little bit the other day and honestly this is definitely the most fun way i've ever played roaring moon and it was it was a ton of fun and it felt pretty good someone um, got top receiver not receiver cross receiver yeah cross cross receiver yeah someone got day two at san antonio with a build similar to this it might have been the guy who did the best with roaring moon he was playing against Andrew Hedrick one round, and I remember watching him cross receiver for the Dark Rye V and put it on his bench. And Andrew was just like, "Like, what is happening?" <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty funny. Yeah, dude, I literally had that. I had the Pokemon. I didn't know you could get get Pokemon with cross receiver. Yeah. And, until like I like played them, and I was like, "Wait, I can select Pokemon and supporters out of my discard pile." I was like, "This is crazy." Yeah. Um, and then I had a really cool play with one where I like cross receiver for my Dark Rye V Star, and then use Dark Rye V Star to get cross switchers. Um, so yeah, it's it actually like just it just works, and the crossovers don't feel like they're super clunky in the deck either. It feels like they they provide a good amount of value, and the dark red beast really helps you push through for those bigger combos um, as the game progresses. It was Nathan Porter got top sixty four. The crossover, the four crossover, pretty similar list honestly. It looks like had the dark Rye in here as well. Yeah, <clears throat> which makes sense. We have this many items he's so many I, like, like you're trying to pull back the cross switchers or the cross receivers yeah. the cross receivers can become a supporter so the, the value from dark goes way up for sure yeah it's pretty cool i mean cross receiver is definitely like a solid enough card but like its effect is really good you get back a supporter you get back a pokemon like that flexibility to be able to do one of those two things is super super strong but you have to play two of them at the same time so it like yeah. makes sense that it's a card that's never really been played but uh, I mean, I guess it kind of also makes sense that it would be a deck that would find a place eventually, right? Yeah, so, yeah, well, especially once Pokestop. I don't know what came out. Pokestop came out after Cross Seaver, right? Yes. I actually don't even remember. Yes. Yeah. Um, so Dark Ride, yeah, you got the Pokestop with it. Dark Ride V Star, a lot of ways to 
Does Dark Ride V-Star, yeah, Dark Ride V-Star only gets items, right? I was like, does it get supporters? I was like, if it got supporters, you probably just wouldn't play Crossover. Um, yeah, only gets items. Um, but yeah, but those two involved, like, see, so many cards, and then get the combo, whatever you want to put together with the, uh, with the Dark Ride, which is pretty cool. Um, and like, you can like it, like, there's like, the way that that kind of draws, you don't have to like, get back double Crossover with Dark Ride, or double Cross Switchers. Like, if you Billy it early or Ultra Ball the way one early, then you get Dark Ride for like, a Dark Patch and a Cross Heaver, because you have a Cross Heaver in hand and stuff like that. And it's just actually like works so much smoother than i thought it would and of course pokestop helping you accelerate to your items um helps with that as well so and then it makes yeah. your pokestops less painful too right or yeah. like your squawk ability is less painful like i've had playing roaring moon some of the most frustrating hands it's like i've got one energy card in the discard pile but i would i really want to get two energy and play this turn so i'm gonna squawk ability away this sada and then it's like you draw the sequence of cards and it's like, ah, I just didn't get another energy down. I'm going to play Sada for one anyway. Or like, oh, I whiffed yeah. the Sada, right? And Cross Seaver can kind of help you with some of those situations. I guess the question as well moving forward from here, though, would be, is this now going to become the best way to play Roaring Moon? You know, if you, if, yeah. is this like, if someone wants to play Roaring Moon to a regional championship or even a League Cup or something like that, is this a list that they should at least give a shot uh, I mean, it felt the best way that I've ever played Roaring Moon so far. So to be honest, I would say yes. I think the Dark Rise is the biggest thing almost, though. Um, especially against, like, the Charizard matchup and stuff, just being able to pull together combos actually with, like, deal with Charizard. Um, I feel like it's pretty big. Um, and I know, like, early on when I when I would talk about Roaring Moon, I was like, you need the water energy. Um, or at least if you play cross, if you play energy switch, you need to play water energy. And it felt like having the option of Greninja is what made the deck even, like, considerably viable but honestly the power of the cross saver plus dark ride just it felt good it felt like the deck was more consistent and you could kind of consistently pull off those powerful plays turn to turn whereas it feels like the other other builds of roaring moon just kind of fizzle out after like turn three um and don't aren't able to consistently keep up the uh the plays they want to make so uh i mean if i was forced to play roaring moon at a tournament i would definitely be playing the cross saver dark ride v-star that's for sure Somehow these are not the craziest decks that made top eight. We don't have the list for it, but there was a Golden Go Origin Form Palkia V-Star deck in top four. And this guy was actually the first seed going into, yeah. to, uh, into top 16. They play top 16 cut over there. And actually, the Palkia is not even the craziest card in the deck, I would say. The Melodic is probably the craziest card. They play a 1-1 yeah. Melodic to stop the uh, hand disruption and board disruption from Avery. Um, so yeah, they had the one, one melodic in there. They also played Iridas, So you can more aggressively find stuff like, uh, your Greninja, your Palkia pieces, the melodic pieces. Um, you get that Dugard set up. So that way if you go up against specifically like the Charizard matchup is probably the big one. Um, they can't hit you with those Ionos. Uh, they have to go to the way to KO the melodic first, but then if they go KO the melodic, they're on odd prize cards. So hey, they hey. turn to win the game. I just saw a um, card. You remember me talking to you about this card? I think card. we talked about it on the podcast. It was in his prizes. Boom, the letter yeah. of encouragement. Let's <laughs> get it, bro. They also play the letter of encouragement. <laughs> Maybe two of them. It might just be one. I'm not sure. Oh, um, so sick. And it's a Pokestop. Super aggressive build. Super aggressive build. Yeah, it was a pretty sick. It was a it was a pretty sick build. I'm not just like the Roaring Moon, even though it got second. I'm not really sold on Roaring Moon as a deck overall. Same thing with same thing with Golden Go here. Did get into the top four here. It's a really cool Look build as well. Look at this turn one board setup. Yeah. Is this his turn one going first? Yeah, I definitely Holy recommend try if you're yeah. gonna pick up Golden Go. If you're if you want to pick up Golden Go or Roaring Moon, I'd say definitely check out these two builds. Uh, the Golden Go build isn't out there, but 
it'll make its way out there, I'm sure, eventually. So yeah, we don't have the, the exact list, stats. but you can watch the stream. You can figure it out. You, you and... can together. Yeah, it's not that hard. They've got a lot of aggressive stuff. Yeah, I'm sure it's pretty straightforward overall. Did make it all the way to the top four of the tournament as well. After being first seed going into cuts, uh, pretty crazy, pretty crazy. There's also this crazy uh, Zero Aura oh, yeah. flying Pikachu <laughs> Arceus pile deck going on. I mean, what is happening over there in Japan as well? I don't know, man. Uh, yeah, the Arc Pile heard about people calling uh, Lost Box decks Lost Pile and returned to claim the name with this Zero Aura flying Pikachu build. I don't even know what flying Pikachu is good against. I guess my ride on is like the only thing I could come yeah. up with. Um, but besides that, you got the Zero Aura in there uh, that has, I, I mean, it Zero is kind of cool, I guess. Yeah, it definitely feels Arc Pile for sure. This feels like Arc an Arc Pile for sure. There's a lot of, a lot of stuff you have in there that, uh, you can, I mean, you can do a lot of things, but there's, there's a lot going on for sure. Yeah, the Zero Aura V-Star. I mean, the Lightning Storm's kind of cool. But you have yeah. to not use Starbirth then. You have to like, and it's not like you were trying to use Starbirth. Arceus decks actually don't actually want to use Starbirth, but it's just like, usually to have a really good turn two, you use Starbirth. Um, but Arceus decks are never trying to use Starbirth turn two, because ideally Starbirth is like better the later the game goes. Sure. If you can end the game with your Starbirth in play to be able to go Starbirth for boss to always win, that's pretty good, right? Dude. Um, why is there a forest seal stone in this deck? It was relevant in one of their matches. They attached the four <laughs> seal. They had two Zeroors on the bench, one with two energy, one with four. And then they attached the four seal, seal stone to the zero aura with two. And then the Tina player boss KO'd it. Uh, and then next turn or the turn after they won with zero aura V stars V uh, attack with on the zero aura with the four energy. With the four so, energy. Uh, I don't know if that was their intent. to. So, like... so listen though, like you say that that was relevant, but is that not like, I don't know. I guess you can't really fault the Tina player for not knowing how to play perfectly against Zero or a V Star. But like looking at that moment, if, yeah, the, I don't think, I don't if you lose to Zero or a V Star, you KO the thing with four energy on it, right? Well, I think it was like two, a turn or two after. Also, they okay. probably just don't know what Zero or a V Star does. So exactly. That's <laughs> I don't true. think they knew they were losing to it. Uh, but they also did make some other mistakes earlier on, to be honest. Like they should have Star Requiem to turn that they used Lost Impact and like been more aggressive. So. They made some other like pretty fundamental mistakes, to be honest. Uh, chasing down the four seal stone was definitely a lesser of them, not probably knowing what you were up against, but knowing four seal stone was the only out for your opponent to really do anything on their next turn, possibly because sure. it was they hadn't used Starbirth yet, but they were under path, so um, it wasn't super unreasonable. But yeah, path judge uh, Arceus. Actually, it's kind of surprised to see the four seal stone as well with only three path. I would assume there'd be four path. There's that. I don't know if they have the Lost City in there for. Maybe probably Roaring Moon in Lost Box. That's like my my yeah. guess there. Get rid of that when you can. It's yeah, sticking around. Pretty good to to get rid of. Get out of play there. Yep. Uh, but then other than that, you know, there's a lot of um, kind of the more normal stuff. I feel like you know Charizards. Uh, a decent split between Bieberel and Pidgeot. It seems like. Yeah. Which is yeah, kind of interesting because it feels like over here people have kind of centralized onto the Pidgeot version. It feels like Bibrel has fallen off pretty hard after LAIC. Yeah, I'm pretty also, I'm pretty sure every Charizard player played TM Devo in their Charizard deck. In Charizard. In Charizard. I, I imagine it's this, for yeah. the mirror match and it's potentially good against Gardevoir as well. Because if they like knock you out Shiny Arcana, you can go like Iono TM Devo. And if there, any of their guardies were candied on the bench, you also like remove that. Um, there's okay. also maybe like a way to like play the guardy matchup with TM Devo where you like. 
I don't even know how you evolve to Pidgeot. Don't take knockouts. So you don't turn on reversal and you just like punch guardies and then TM Devo like three things. I could see that actually being like a strategy uh, in the deck where you just like boss a bunch of guardy stuff and then like TMD with them all in one turn. Of course, that's probably pretty weak to Cresselia, but if they like board lock themselves or I mean, if you have Jirachi on their bench, I guess they're not Cresselian for KOs. So there could be something there as well. But yeah, they all basically every Charizard I saw, I'm pretty sure had a TMD in their deck because it's good in Mirror. Is it better than Justified Gloves? I don't know, but it's good in Mirror. That's for sure. Definitely worth having around. Pretty wild. I mean, that's uh, a tech that I would have expected. I mean, it's it's maybe not the craziest to hear that one person would have it, but it's kind of crazy that like that's what all everyone was playing. Yeah, they all maybe it's the next level tech for the mirror match where it's like justified gloves is good until everyone's playing justified gloves, and then the answer is TM Devo. Man, you guys just weren't me. quite caught up as well, huh? Hey, I beat all my mirror matches with justified gloves. <laughs> I was shown. <laughs> I didn't need the TM Devo quite yet. Yeah, this is a pitchy build that has one Arvin in it, by the way. Well, I mean, we've seen this before. This is what, right. um, yeah, uh, was it Haru? Maybe I think so. Uh, yeah, Haru's been Played playing. The four Iono. Been playing the four Iono. Avery research no Arvin uh, for since LAIC, I think. I don't know if it was Haru at LAIC who played it, but um, yeah, it's a thing we see. We it's not it's not uh, the craziest thing we've seen it before, and it could be honestly it could be better than four Arvin. I've just never put in time with it, and four Arvin feels pretty good, so can't really complain going with four Arvin. And then another name we haven't heard in quite some time. We Artina. probably won't hear of ever again. <laughs> <laughs> ever again? Last, well, actually, I don't know. People were talking about with that new, one of the cards we'll look at, the new Iron Verzian card, Iron Leaves. Mm -hmm. um, this deck has always struggled with Charizard. And people have been with tech stuff like Shaman V and uh, Superior V-Star Yarn leaves though that could be the tech that this deck has been needing to take on the Charizard. That has been one of the things that's kind of been awkward for Arceus decks is that all it doesn't get new cards because Arceus only accelerates the Pokemon V. So when new yeah. Ultra Rares come out, they don't really do you much good because you can't build them up on the bench. That's like yeah. the strength of Arceus. It's a really the, good the the Iron Leaves. Flop it into play, move it to the active, yeah. boom, boom, boom. You're taking a knockout. And like if really good trainer or supporter cards come out, everyone gets them. It's like not something that Arceus can maybe exclusively right. take advantage of in a format as well. Where it's like Arceus's power in the past was like if they flip over an Arceus, it's like, well, there's all these different V Pokemon you can play with it. Or it's like when as the meta changes, there's a new best Arceus deck to kind of go to because it can accelerate to this V Pokemon instead of that V Pokemon now, which is better for the meta, stuff like that. So uh, but yeah, now it's kind of like well. I mean, I was going to say, now you basically only have Tina, but I guess you also have Zero Aura as well and Flying Pikachu. <laughs> Got the squad. Can't count them out. Can't count them out. Yeah, that card came in like a promo box. Or I guess this one's in. Yeah. Oh, did it come in Crown Zenith? Oh, they both did come in Crown Zenith eventually. Okay. Maybe the card is just really good with Generator and no one's played it. Like, can you imagine? Like, because the V-Star power is pretty good. It does cost four energy, but to be able to do 60 damage four different times, you can, like, set up a lot of plays, uh... <laughs> Like set up a lot of cleanup plays or set up into some plays after that as well. Uh, and the deck, the card was never, a, no one like played the card with Generator that I've seen because when the card came out, we only had Flaffy. Yeah. So yeah. who knows? With Generator, maybe the card is like actually decent. Um, something to investigate, maybe. I have a student who his favorite Pokemon is Zeraora. So I feel confident that next time we have a session, he will be talking to me about this deck. <laughs> <laughs> or ready to go. Yes, yes. Um, 
But yeah, uh, anything else interesting, Azul, from the tournament that you saw in the stream? Obviously, were you, you're just looking at the top 16 decks here, but was there any other stream games that something crazy happened? I see a Serena EX deck was on the stream at some point. Um, Nothing too crazy. No, I think it was like pretty pretty standard. Jim Pow made um, an appearance. Yeah, nothing too crazy. <clears throat> nothing too wild. Like I said, a lot of the decks were like the Guardi Charizard Guardi Charizard, Maridon, uh, Lost Tina were like the main. Oh, and Mew. That was like the top five decks for sure. Yeah. Even... Do they do a graphic like we do of no, meta share or anything like not that? Not that I saw. I don't think they had a meta a meta breakdown. Oh, I don't know if they submit deck lists online. I don't. They they report their matches online. They report their matches on the phone. So they're ahead of us in one aspect. That's for okay. sure. Um, yeah. We Maybe something we'll we get there need. eventually. And by next season, if we don't have it, I think it's kind of ridiculous to be honest. Like, um, I saw someone talking. Did we talk about this on the podcast? It might have just been a tweet I saw where someone was talking about the absurd amount of paper that has to go through. Yeah, uh, a regional championship. We didn't. Do did we talk about it on the podcast? No, I don't think so. I have to imagine that like so much paper gets used because they print like, off thousands of match slips right and they fit like yeah. what three to four match slips per paper maybe five i don't know exactly um they print out the paper be... pairings and stuff like that too there's also a lot of people like designated to like doing the pairing stuff throughout a tournament so let's just say you have 120 staff show up to a tournament and let's just say 20 of them are doing pairing stuff you know printing it out cutting the sheets delivering it to tables um you know, that's 20 more. If you're still going to have 120 people show up to staff the event, now you have 20 more people to do other stuff. It's going to make the event run smoother. Yeah. If we can report on our phones. And then you just have like two people sitting at the hive who would be like people who don't have service or don't have phones. Um, you know, they just go up and like report or juniors and seniors like who don't have have phones, right? You just have two people like you go up to them and you like report who won your match, but then everyone else, um, who uh who has phones or has service you know then they just report on their phone i feel like it just has to lead to the mat to the tournament running smoother overall to to have non-paper pairing so hopefully did we get you there see eventually. the guy who got a warning in san antonio uh for, for his deck list no uh in basically in his deck list so if you don't know on rk9 when you submit your deck, oh you yeah can, like put this. your deck name and he just copy pasted the word mulch which apparently is some funny TikTok me meme between him and his friends, mm -hmm. uh, just submitted the word mulch on there like a thousand times or something like that. <laughs> and then <laughs> when they printed, he got deck checked, and then when they printed his deck check or his deck for deck check, um, it just printed out mulch, mulch, <laughs> like five pages of just mulch, apparently. And he got a warning for that. Yeah, I think that's pretty ridiculous to get a warning for. Also, why are they printing out the deck list? Don't they have a computer they can look at to see the deck? Like, come on. Like, if not, just buy a computer for the deck check people. Like, they can do that. Like, or a tablet, whatever. They don't, like, that's ridiculous that they're printing out a deck list for the deck check people when they should just be like, here are the decks, and they just look it up on the, look up the players' names on the, on the tablet or whatever to see the deck list. That's, I mean, the mulch thing is kind of funny. Should they get a warning? Probably not, but it leads to the more absurdity. It should be of like, like a why warning are we printing of like, out don't do this again, but not like a written warning. You know, it should just like, be I think a rea that's reasonable. It should be a reality check that they're still printing decklists is what it should be. Like as the fifth page comes out of mulch, they're like, why do we not have a tablet where they can look up the decklist on to, <laughs> to match into the? That's what it should be to be honest. It being a warning is kind of. Kind I of did silly. see some judge friends mention that the paper team at regionals is like the unsung hero of regionals. So if you've ever worked paper 
at a regional championships. Shout out to you. But maybe we should be looking for ways to better utilize people. Let's, yeah, let's remove the paper division. The paper division isn't needed. Like we can not oh, taken away from the work they do. I'm sure they do great. They're great with the paper. They do. Yeah, they they're great with the paper, but we but do we need, need the them paper. to be? Yeah, do we need the paper? That's the that's the that's the that's actually we it's not a question. We have the answer. The answer is no. Um, <laughs> we just need to like do away with the paper. I'm sure we'll get there. But if it's not by next season, I'm gonna be disappointed. If it's before next season, honestly, for TPCI timeline standards, that'd be like a big thumbs up from from me. A big uh, thumbs up. But yeah, I think by next season we should be expecting to be able to report our matches on our phone. Sure. Well, before we get into the rest of the episode, we do need to take a second to give a shout out and thank you to our sponsor, Dragon Shield. Big thanks to them, of course, for supporting us here at the Uncommon Energy Podcast. Dragon Shield makes some of the best card gaming and tabletop gaming products and accessories on the market, including sleeves, binders, deck boxes, and so much more. We, of course, regularly use them for the sleeves. No tournaments coming up. I guess we've got Portland in just a couple weeks, but... Uh, yeah, Azul, you got some some Dragon Shield stuff lined up already? Uh, Yeah, I mean, there's some stuff already in my suitcase, like I mentioned before. But <laughs> Yeah, I did you're finish. already locked and ready we, to go. We mentioned the advent calendar. Uh, we mentioned these before already, but I, we did get to day 24 yesterday. Oh, so I opened no, up the I think it's back I opened up the, the Santa sleeves in the back of the advent calendar. So shout out to Dragon Shield for sending the, the advent calendar. Unfortunately, I won't be able to use. I would use them, to be honest. I would use these Santa Santa Dragon sleeves. Um. At Portland, but yeah, you can only use blank or official official. The art sleeves actually time. feel super nice to like shuffle and play with. I don't know if you've ever actually like played a full game with them. I haven't. No, no. I they're haven't. they're actually. I've used them for like One Piece and Lorcana decks when I've played those games a little bit. Uh, they actually do feel really nice. I do wish you could use them for official events, but maybe you know you could pick up some of the art sleeves for uh, GLC Perfect. or like locals and stuff like that. They are they are solid, and there's some cool ones out there. Yeah, yeah. So shout out to Dragon Shield as always for sponsoring the podcast. Check out our referral link in the description if you want to support us, and you can use our code over there, of course, uh, UEPod to get five percent off. Um, yep. And with that said, moving on to guess that flavor text. It's my turn to pick a card for Chip. Read the flavor text, and then have Chip try and guess which Pokemon belongs to that Pokemon card. Um, what was there? Did I miss something? No, no, you're doing great. Which Pokemon belongs to that Pokemon card? Which yes. Well, yeah, the Pokemon <laughs> that belongs to that Pokemon card because the flavor text is on. The there was Pokemon just a long card. pause between Pokemon and card, and I thought you were literally. Well, yeah, I was say, like, which trying Pokemon to. Pokemon belongs to that Pokemon. Well, yeah, that's what, no, that's why I stopped for a second. I have to like make sure I said the card. Part. I'm just, um, yeah, yeah. Shout out to to Timmy Games for for the the Google Docs that they put together. I am still down six points. To be honest, I was like ten and ten to sixteen is not that bad. But the more I thought about it, I was like, you're up. 50% plus on me. So that's not that good. I'm up at least about two weeks on you. Yeah. Yeah. But it can, it can swing around pretty fast if you get like a four pointer, which I thought I was going to spike last week with the sun disc, but I was not able to Let's see you. Um, have you ever scored more than one point? I actually don't know. That is a decent question. You have scored two points back in episode 47. Should the ice you, you scored two been points in 43. So you've, you've done it a couple times. I've got a couple twos. Have you gotten a four before? I think See, that's so. the only reason. Yeah, you got an DD for four. It's like the four is the only reason that that's like what's carrying you right now. It's like a one, one four. Yeah, I've given you so many freebies though, dude. One time you picked a Pokemon that had already been. Oh, anyways, if you guess the card without using a lifeline, you get four points for each lifeline you use. You 
minus one point. The lifelines are what set the card is from, what stage the card is, and then read an attack name. Chip, are you ready for your flavor text this week? Yep, ready to get farther ahead. Let's get it. It has a generous habit of sharing its food with people and Pokemon, so it's always scrounging around for more food. Hmm, okay. So, yeah, thinking of some, like, scavenger-type Pokemon, this definitely gives off vibes of, like, some early game you know, normal type, like a Rattata or a Squavet or uh, Centrit, so much... <laughs> something like that. These, like, thought processes you go down, like, they're, like, they're good thought processes, but it's, like, it's just, like, there's people learn so much more about Pokemon from playing the video games than when you don't. Because, like, I would never have that thought process, basically, is what I'm trying to say here. Like, that, <laughs> I would, like, yeah. From, well, you like, just don't if... know anything about Pokemon. Well, yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. If you, like, play the video games and stuff, you, these, like, yeah. I have at least done that, most of yeah. the video games, but. I have not. Um, okay, let me hear it again. Um, it has How a have generous you already tabbed out. As a generous habit, well, I was going back to our our breakdown. Okay, okay. okay. Um, it, it has a generous habit of sharing its food with people and Pokemon. I didn't think it was that complicated. I didn't know you need to hear it again. Okay. So it's always scrounging around for more food. Yeah, I mean. I'm leaning towards something like Squavit or Centrit, maybe somewhere along those lines. Squavit, though, uh, I think would be more related to berries or something like that. Let me go with what set the card is from. It is from Chilling Rain. Okay. And let me hear you read an attack name. I thought you were going to tell me, ask me to. Do, it has Icy Snow. I thought you were going to ask me to read the flavor text again. Icy Snow. <laughs> Um, I, ooh, is it Sneasel? That's an attack that sounds like a Sneasel attack, but I don't feel like Sneasel's a much of a sharer of food and stuff like that. The icy snow is getting me there. It could be a uh, um, snow runt, I guess. Snow runt is an option. I'm definitely thinking this is a basic. I don't, ah. I guess it could be an evolved form of one of those potentially. Let me just go ahead and use that last final lifeline. See if I can just get one point this week. What stage is the card? It is a basic. Okay. Well, waste of a, a point there. <laughs> Snow runt. I'm pretty sure there's one in chilling rain. Uh, Sneasel. I'm pretty sure there's one in chilling rain. So it definitely could be either of those. And those both would have icy snow. Um. I'm not 100% sure there would be a snow runt, actually. Yeah, I think I'm just going to have to go with Sneasel. I can't think of anything else. It doesn't really sound like a Sneasel, but just the set and the attack name, that's getting me towards this direction. Let's go with the Sneasel. I'll lock it in. Okay, it is not Sneasel, but I'm going uh, to give you... I'm gonna get, no, it's not Snow Run. I'm going to give okay. you one more lifeline so you can okay. try and guess it. Uh, for a, just, just so you can try and guess it. It is the Pokemon is on theme for the current time of year. Oh, is it Deli Bird? It is Deli Bird! Oh! <laughs> this episode, dude. dude, it's literally on the front page of PKM and Cards. Is this how you chose it? No, I've, I... Uh, I it's literally up... on the front page of PKM and Cards right here. Oh, it is, yeah. No, I looked up uh, Deli Bird earlier to see if there was one that was hard enough. I was, uh... like, I, I was like, I didn't want to, like, give it away. Um. Yeah, I mean... I think the food part is what got me here. Like Deli Bird giving away stuff, that makes sense. But like the food, I don't think of Deli Bird as like a scavenger type Pokemon, you know? Yeah, I guess I never thought about that. I actually didn't know what to think of Deli Bird, to be honest. It literally puts uh, presence in its tail. So I'm not sure, you know, 
what to think about this thing. Mm. But apparently it is, there is some obsession with food. There was like another flavor text that had to do with food as well when I was reading through them. Um, Shout outs to Lightyear Liam on PKM and Cards who said, this seems like a good place to wish people a Merry Christmas. Yeah. Uh, but I was, yeah, I wanted to do, because I was like, it's on theme, but if it's too easy, I'm not going to pick it. But then these ones in it seem to be too easy. And, I, and it obviously it wasn't too easy because you didn't get it. But tough, man. I yeah. am disappointed in myself. <laughs> it's I think it's it's second attack was package delivery. I think that would have uh, that would have helped me out quite a bit. Yeah, I think that would have. I mean, what else? Who else is delivering packages besides? Yeah, Ellibird is the package delivery Pokemon. Yeah, for sure. All right. But yeah, going to wrap it up. I have you do not pull any further ahead. So I got next week. I got to start making up some ground, though. Otherwise, like I can't give you all these. You can't I can't keep letting you or you can't keep not whiffing and I can't make up ground. So I got I to do something next week for sure. Uh, but new cards revealed. Uh, these will be coming out in Japan on the 26th of January. And that's actually and when their rotation is going to hit. Yeah, and then we don't get them until the end of March. And there will also be another set release in Japan, like a week before ours in March. No, really? Um, yeah, and we'll be getting those cards as well, I believe. Don't quote me 100% of that, but I'm pretty sure that's what's happening. They're getting cards end of January, and then they're also getting end cards end of March with us. But we're going to get those cards immediately. Um, so we'll get these cards that they're going to be getting in January, as well as the cards that they're getting in March. Um, we're not gonna have to wait like another two months for those. So this feels like we're a little bit, but this is kind of what we had happen last year with Scarlet and Violet, right? They got all the cool yeah. new cards like two months before us. And we had to wait two months for our rotation in cards, which kind of sucks. And we, I'd love to see things get lined up as far as that goes. But for like the idea of what we have as major set releases, I'm still not too mad at the way this is going to pan out for us. Um, of course, being a little bit more lined up with Japan would be nice, and maybe that's something we see happen in the future. Um, or I feel like the the Moonlight Hill situation is a little bit more of a, a little bit more of a, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, let's go ahead and let's break down some of these some of these new cards. Yeah, first up, we do have a brand new game mechanic. Not a brand new game mechanic. A, recur a returning. returning game mechanic, and that is the A spec cards. Similar to Radiant Pokemon, if you've you know not been playing since Apex were last legal, it is uh, just a card that you can only play one of in your deck, and it does look like they can be things besides item cards. And that was kind of a big reveal here. I feel like yeah. last time Apex existed, there was literally only items and tool cards were the only things that were Apex. Tools and were tool cards were items as well. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, tools uh, were yeah, items cool back that they are energy cards. What do you think of the new? artwork <laughs> it's uh got the pink border the pink background and it's like uh, a little bit too loud where hollow it looks like <laughs> um i liked the border in the reveal at worlds the border bite without like the full pink in the middle looked nice uh i'm not a huge fan of like the full pink it's like a little bit too loud for me but you'll definitely notice if you prize or don't prize your a spec immediately on your first search so that's kind yeah. of uh a, a prize checking buff for everyone i guess we got that going yeah if you prize your a spec and then are tilted later on in the game that you go to find your a spec and it's prized bro come on like it's on yeah, you come on <laughs> how'd you not notice this thing wasn't in your deck come on <laughs> well this thing is definitely not going to be in anyone's deck and that <laughs> is neo superior energy especially well, we haven't seen Huh? It is actually kind of funny. You do say that, and like all the new cards that look like they're gonna be good cards are basics as well. I was like, we haven't seen any new stage twos, but then it's like also all the cards they've revealed are basic Pokemon. Dude, but so. it's like, what <laughs> stage two deck is ever going to play this card over Prime Catcher, which we're gonna get oh, to in a second. 
Well, it, it, this is like, so this kind of card would be like really big for tempo. Right? Let's read what the card does first as we're talking about it. Okay, go ahead. So it's a special energy. It, when it's attached to a Pokemon, it provides one colorless energy. And if it is attached to a stage two evolution Pokemon, it provides two energy of any type instead. So it's a double rainbow energy with no drawbacks, except it has to be attached to a stage two Pokemon to get that full effect. Yeah, so you like, can only play one in your deck. Yeah, so this could be like really big for like tempo in a game, though. So imagine this with something like the Aegislash that can't be hit by Vs or EXs. Like they get through your first Aegislash, you have no energy in play, and you're like, okay, next Aegislash, and then whatever this is called, Neo Super sure. Superior Energy, right? So like for tempo for stage two decks, you could I could definitely see playing this over Prime Catcher because uh, you'd probably overwhelm your opponent to the point where it's like they can't gust around me anyways. Who cares if they have Prime Catcher and I don't? If I'm attacking with my stage two, I'm winning the game. So. I could see that, but like I said, we haven't really seen. Now there is some older stage twos that I'm sure will benefit from this, but they haven't given us any new stage twos to potentially work with it. Um, and that's like the maybe the main reason I'm kind of looking at it and being like, okay, maybe we won't get that much value, or maybe Age Slash is just broken. Who knows? Maybe I've just very for Gardevoir. Gardevoir's definitely playing Prime Catcher. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And speaking of the Prime Catcher, the other A spec that was initially revealed, one more did get revealed eventually this over the course of the two day tournament. By the way. Super jealous that Japan during their live streams gets to just like randomly reveal brand new cards. Why can't we do something like that? Or at least like we, reveal the official English scans of new cards that are coming out. Like, I feel like we should at minimum be able to do that. I mean, if, if the cards already revealed, I mean, you'd want to reveal something that hasn't been revealed yet. And our release dates are getting so close. Like I think Jake Gearhart mentioned this in my chat over the weekend when we were kind of discussing this as these were getting revealed. Um, their reveals for like obsidian flames were coming out as our pre-releases started um so theoretically there's no reason that there couldn't be some kind of english reveal of cards whether that be through an official live stream something like dude honestly how sick would it be if pokemon invited like i don't know like mahone and someone to come out to their offices and play with the new cards two weeks before they drop or something yeah or, be pretty like, that would be insane right and it's like this that's the time frame when japan's already revealing all the cards anyway so it's not like anything's new is being leaked um, um or like they do in other card games like hearthstone and i think marvel snap as well maybe where they have content creators reveal cards before they come out for the first time you know if we're revealing cards this close to when japan reveals cards it would kind of make sense that be able to uh you'd want to lean on the english audience a little bit more or like you know the con english content creators um or even like some kind of official english live stream to reveal cards as well not just have it just be fully japan but i think one of the reasons i mean it is probably in tpc's hands right and maybe they just want to be the ones yeah. who are constantly revealing well stuff. probably it's more like there i'm sure there are people at tpci who think that something like that would be awesome and a good thing for oh yeah game. for sure there's definitely people who think that but it's like they some of the people who think that might not be the people who ultimately make the decisions on those things oh. and then the people who make decisions on those things have to get on board with it and then make the decision and then their decision isn't to actually do the thing it's to bring it to tpc and say hey can we do this you yeah. know so it's so like just a whole it, with the international setup of the company it just becomes very difficult for stuff like that i think to to happen like it, it can happen eventually it just it takes a long time long. to go through all those steps and when we finally got drops on twitch so that's kind of cool like we finally got they're in the wrong category but we do have them um <laughs> yeah things take a while things take a while for sure but 
we're in the right track. Hopefully that's something that happens eventually. I think it's like one of those things that just should happen, right? It just feels like there's no reason to not have it exist. It just creates more hype around the, the game and the new set release and all that stuff. But yeah, Prime Catcher, pretty broken. I don't even think we said what the card does. Nope. Uh, for anyone who's played Guzma in the past, this is literally a reprint of a Guzma on a forced one of item card as an A spec. Switches one of your opponent's bench Pokemon to the active and then puts one of your bench Pokemon into your active. So uh, that's what Guzma used to do as a supporter card, which was even though Guzma was broken and probably shouldn't have existed, Guzma probably should have just been Lysander or Boss. Uh, I think Guzma was definitely way too good. And I think as Boss or Lysander, it would have been balanced. Um, now we're getting it in item form, but it is only a one of. But this is so powerful, and we still have Boss in the format as well to kind of supplement your your gusting needs throughout a game that this is going to be insanely powerful being able to combo this with iono or research or use something like arvin after getting iono to just go get a gust effect is going to be pretty crazy yeah i mean with the way decks have have changed the way they're being built right now uh a lot of people playing arvins and uh iridas and stuff like that like that just make something like this existing makes those decks better to be honest Mm -hmm. Um, a lot better like you have plus four outs to a gust effect (laughs) like yeah it's insane. They're like setup cards and they're like utility. Like the utility of the card goes up later in the game as well. Um, and people are kind of talking about like the potential of this kind of making the, the 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 way the game feels less fun because of how powerful this card is, which means the the factors for deciding a game in the Pokemon TCG will be warped around when people find this card, if people prize this card, or if people draw this card off Iono, right? Which I could definitely see. Um, I think the biggest thing is we just have to wait and see what the other A specs do. And this one might be just feel kind of overwhelming for the first set release of A specs. Um, but as the next couple sets come out after that, if we have A specs on similar or close to its power level, um, it won't be played in everything. What could which they is what even I'm hoping do though? I don't know. This power level, man. <laughs> Maybe like a heal all damage from all of your Pokemon in play with no drawback, yeah. something like that. Max potion. Max potion would be pretty good. If like a max potion A spec would be pretty good um there definitely could be some things for sure i mean they're they're gonna have to give it to us and we're gonna have to we're, we'll have to be the judges and we'll have to let the testing and, and performance of those cards kind of dictate what is the best but it's gonna be hard to beat this i know it's gonna be hard to beat it and uh, i already know people like i didn't feel i didn't realize that people felt this way i never thought about this myself but people seem to like have not liked computer search and dowsing machine because of how popular they were honestly thinking back on it myself I wouldn't have minded if you had just gotten rid of computer search and dowsing machine. You probably would have also had to gotten rid of life due because that would have been just way too powerful uh, neutrally without well, there those were properties. To life due, I guess we did was... have tool. Yeah. So stuff like gold potion and scramble switch being a specs would have been kind of cooler to be honest, thinking about it back in the day. Like I those think being your it's A-specs. cool when there's multiple, like for these, like one of mechanics that have existed. If I think in theory, it would be cool if there was multiple that you could make an argument for, for any deck, you know? Yeah. So if you like looked at the top, uh, let's say four decks in the meta like two tier one two tier two decks and they all play a different a spec or something like yeah that. um or like, I feel like or even are... even if it was a situation of like uh multiple charizard players were playing different a specs, different a specs you know? for different reasons yeah yeah yes. that'd be cool like maybe one is neutrally the best but one text for the mirror yes um yeah yeah and like have that actually be like warranted to actually include a different and one. then back to the your computer search comments it's like i think people just got annoyed with the fact that it's like when you were deck building it was just like one computer search. It, it just like you were deck building for one less card, effectively. Yeah, it's like I'm gonna, I'm gonna start I'm gonna start writing out a deck list. What is the, what is the deck? I don't know yet, but one computer search. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're just building 59 card decks back in the day. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it definitely. It's like annoying or trying because you want to play the scramble switches and the gold potions, but it's like you just it's just it's like you don't want to hurt your win percentage by playing those and not including the dowsing machine or the computer search, right? Which 
Yeah, that can definitely feel just feel a little draining after doing it for so long. <clears throat> and that's definitely the way it kind of felt for sure. Um, but yeah, we'll have to wait and see. Like this first set, we've already seen three A specs. I was actually, that's actually one thing I want to kind of look up is like how many A specs, how how long did it take for us to get? I think we got 13 A specs total. Um three these ones, like the old, the older iteration of them. I think we got 13 total. And as a, how long did it take us to get all those? Was it over four sets? I think it was. And then how many did we get in the first set as well? Boundaries Crossed had four. Plasma Storm had three. Plasma Freeze had two. And Plasma Blast had four. So how many is that total? Did I just do that? Did 13. I count it right? Yeah, 13. <laughs> You're a genius. I got it right. Yeah, 13, 13. Um, so we'll probably get something similar, right? It'll be over four sets. Um, we'll probably start with four. So we'll probably be one more coming out in this set. The Master Ball is the, the third one, and we'll take a look at that and meme on it a little bit uh, a little bit later. But you know, probably one more. Hopefully, it's actually like a powerful one because it does feel like the the Master Ball and the the Neo Energy one are not not that great overall. Um, well, Master yeah. Ball's I don't know. <laughs> it's I guess Master Ball's just not that good in a format that has Ultra Ball in it, right? I think it's not that good in a format that has Prime Catcher in it. Because I think if Primer Catcher wasn't yeah, that sure, good, then sure. Ma you could look at Master Ball and be like, okay, we're losing we're losing some Pokemon search with this. We're losing Level Ball, stuff like that. Like, Master Ball could be looked at and be like, okay, I actually don't hate the idea of playing Master Ball. But when there's something as powerful as Prime Catcher, it's like, well, I don't think I can, this This is, I don't think I can warrant this. Like, it's like, I'm, I'm just going to be losing so many games because I got a Master Ball instead of a Prime Catcher. <clears throat> But we can move on and take a look at the, yep. the rest of the cards after our We've prime got a, card. Uh, an, a few more ancient and future Pokemon. And so I think something to keep in mind as we're going through these to like just think about is the already existing uh, support that these cards have access to, right? Like that's an important thing to keep in mind when you're like reacting yeah. and thinking about these new cards. So well, the big card for the, yeah, the ancients definitely be, we have Sada, right? Yeah, Sada is like just in theory one of the like craziest supporters ever. It just like, what you're accelerating to makes a big difference. And this could be something here. We've got the Gouging Fire EX for a fire colorless. It has Heat Blast. And then for two fire and one colorless, Exploding Flare, 260 damage. This Pokemon can't use Exploding Flare again until it leaves the active spot. So kind of interesting there effect with the yeah. attack. I think there has been stuff in the past that has had this. Nothing like playable competitive or anything like that but yeah not usually you would see this be like this can't use this attack next turn this can't attack next turn but no it literally until it leaves the active spot cannot attack and yeah. uh again and then yeah you know in theory you've got sada you've got the magma basin i don't know this card can do a lot of damage pretty fast yeah so you got the sada got the magma basin the tool card gives us a 290 hp um 260 it's a lot of damage um it is like not quite KOing v stars and stuff but you do have you're an ancient so you can play brute bonnet you can play sneezler so we're looking at 290 there you can play the baby moltres yeah you can play the baby moltres that increases your fire damage by plus 10 you can play it with skeledurge uh maybe this is where skeledurge finds a home okay. start one fire from your hand plus 60 that's 320 i don't know about that one buddy um, but yeah, there's ways to like get the damage up there a little bit, which I think it does need a little. 260 is like good initially, but against some decks, the later the game goes, you're not. That's not going to be enough, right? So, um, I think you'll need some kind of damage modification um, or other attackers in here. Also, the Rapidash, right? The Rapidash could be maybe the stage one discard of fire. Your yep. fire Pokemon do plus 30, I think. Yep. Um, but yeah, the wording on the card is interesting for sure. Um, I first when I read it, I just thought it was like translated differently, but you'd still be able to attack with it 
on turn three, right? Like right, you attack right. with a turn one, you don't move it turn two, they don't KO it, you pass, and then on turn three, you'd be able to attack with it. But actually, you just can't. It literally has to leave the active spot to be able to attack again, uh, which actually is just different than not be able to attack next turn. It is like yes. worse. Uh, so it's like actually, in, it seems like it is kind of just like meant to be a nerf to the card. Like it's they they it's like a way to word it in a way where it's it's worse than you can't attack on your next turn, right? It might um, be too good if it could. If it just could do just, it. yeah, because like think about it, you go again. second turn one two sixty with a tool on it. You have two hundred ninety yeah. HP. Your opponent doesn't KO you. Yeah, they can or, like, do they're that. They're still setting up. Yeah. You pass. They don't do anything again. Boom! You just take another two sixty. You know, yeah. it might just be too good. So I like to see that because it's adding more depth to like the available. I don't know, yeah. what did you even call it? The available ways that they're strategizing cards, which is like, it's good to see that. I think that's healthy for the game to see them like adding like another layer to like the, how they potentially manage attacks, uh, power levels. So cool for sure. Next we have Walking Wake EX. It's got the Cerulean Pulse ability. Damage from this Pokemon's attacks is not affected by any effects on your opponent's active Pokemon. Usually we see that as like the effect of an attack. So kind of cool that it's an ability. Yeah. Shred on an ability is interesting for sure. Uh, and then for a water and two colorless, it has Catharsis Roar, 120 damage. And if your opponent's active Pokemon is affected by any special conditions, this attack does 120 more damage. It's a See, basic was, uh, water type, 220 HP with one retreat. Everyone was trying to play Brute Bonnet and Roaring Moon, but we had to wait for the Entei and Suicune Ancients to. <laughs> 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 These are the Brute Bonnet Pokemon. Because, yeah, you need to get your opponent affected by a special condition. You're an ancient Pokemon. You're playing the ancient tool, probably. Put an ancient tool on the brute, and then they're poisoned, and now you're doing 250 effectively. But your attack also works with double turbo energy. Which is double turbo rotate? It doesn't, right? I don't think so. It does um, not, I believe. So I think we're looking at, like, Sada double turbo here. You Sada the water, attach the double turbo. I was thinking, I think of this card more as, like, a tech card, though. Like, you could include Suicune in your Entei deck with a couple waters or something. Um, I don't think you'd actually rock this like a quad uh, walking wake deck. I think we were playing too this much of a attack. combo, right? Yeah, because the shred effect on it, like it having the shred effect is like really good. So like you can just include it in any ancient deck with a couple waters to be able to take advantage of the the shred ability there, which it is really interesting that its ability has the shred. Maybe they don't want to make the attack too wordy. And they were like, just give it an ability that has shred. Or maybe they want to like, give it two things because it would be like weird if it just yeah, or like attack. a way to answer this right because you can turn off yeah. an ability right I, don't know, I guess that could be it as well yeah put down path plus put your mimicue in the active and then i think the most interesting one here is the oh. raging bolt ex it's got 240 hp it's a dragon type basic pokemon Last time and, we got dragons. Uh, we've, we've seen this before azul it's got a colorless attack bursting roar <laughs> when i read the attack name i thought for sure it was going to have to do with discarding the top few cards of your deck and then attaching energy cards to yourself i think that's just rayquaza to be fair i think it's just rayquaza oh yeah Re oh okay okay yeah multiple rayquaza, times but it rayquaza always rayquaza yeah there's it? multiple rayquazas that have done it though right yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. okay and then uh it's Bursting Roar for a colorless. Discard your hand, draw six cards. Honestly, not a terrible attack for something like this. A lot of HP. Um, and then for a Lightning and a Fighting Energy, Extreme Ascent. Okay, I take it 70 back. 70 times. There's also a Regidrago. The Regidrago V also does that with Celestial Roar. Dab. All right. But... <laughs> uh, extreme Ascent, 70 times. You may discard any amount of basic energy attached to your Pokemon in play. This attack does 70 damage for each card you discarded in this way. Yeah, it definitely seems like it has potential, but 
cards like this always seem like they have potential. Rayquaza VMAX, Reshiram. Uh, Rayquaza EX did have the potential, and it did, was able to make it work. The difference maker here is that it can discard from anything in play. That is true. Anything and you play. also don't have to discard all of one type as well. That, that was the thing with Rayquaza. You had to discard all your fires or all your lightnings. And Reshiram was also what? That was the same thing for Reshiram, I think, as well. Yes. Well, Reshiram only from the bench. So Reshiram, Reshiram was, dude, <laughs> looking back at that card, how did we ever think that card was going to be good, man? It, it needed two energy on the active, and then you needed three energy on your bench all but at only once. discarded from the bench? Are you sure? Yes, it had to be discarded from your bench. You could not discard from your active. Well, hey, like, gonna, how did we think this card was going to be good? Oh, yeah. Jeez. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah, that card was bad. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I got nothing, to be honest. It was pretty bad. Yeah, this was the Raging Bolt, though. The Raikou with the long neck has got some potential for sure. I think there's definitely some potential here. Uh, but we say this about every card like this, and they usually end up being pretty mediocre. Dude, not um, this, this is the one. This is the one. Uh, but it's definitely, yeah, we'll see. You got Sada. You, we do lose Flaffy, which could have been an interesting inclusion. But we have Generator still. It, Generator only goes to Lightning Pokemon, but you could play some Lightning Pokemon in there. Iron Hands. Um, so, yeah. I mean, yeah, I could see it. There's also, like... Um, you could theoretically play this with like a lost zone engine as well. Like, but then you know how Sada, like you're not using Sada early, so that feels like we got this weird. fella. What do we got we got oh, the yeah, shocks. And you have Sandy Shocks, Sandy Shocks with the magnetic absorption. Once your opponent has knocked out your first raging bolt, Sandy's coming in to accelerate some energy into play for free. That's pretty good. That as well. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's lining up for the they definitely expect this card to be good, I think, but we'll see how good it actually is. I'm pretty sure they thought Rushy Ron would be good as well. And uh we're going to the next card. <laughs> and that next card is the iron verizian that azul was mentioning earlier iron leaves ex it's a basic 220 hp grass type pokemon one retreat cost and it has an ability once during your turn when you play this card from your hand onto your bench you may switch it with your active pokemon if you do you may move energy from your other pokemon to this pokemon in any way that you like and then it's attack for two grass and a colorless 180 damage prismatic edge and then it can't attack during your next turn. Of course, also a future Pokemon. Yeah, yeah. So this could be that everyone saw this and they were like, oh my gosh, the Charizard. We have so many things that are a grass Pokemon that KOs Charizard. We don't need, you take, theoretically don't need more. The special thing about this one though is that it doesn't have to be set up preemptively to like yeah. deal with Charizard. Like you can have grass energy in play or energy in general. You need at least one grass. Pull them to the Verizian or Iron Leaves. And then you know, maybe attach return still or whatever. Um, so the, it is like maybe a more efficient Charizard answer, but it's not like we don't have grass Pokemon that can currently win a KO Charizard that people are currently just choosing not to play, right? Because um, Charizard well, doesn't mind. All the, the other ones are like impossible hit. to make work. This one you can make work. I don't know, like the the Radiant, the Superior V Star, like I don't think is that bad. I mean, it's two cards compared to one, but it also doesn't get one hit KO'd immediately if it. There is the Shaman V as well that does exist. Yeah, yeah. So like, I don't think this is like it's not like Charizard's dead because of this because you can't play it in anything. You need two Grass Energy on this thing, and after you use one of these to KO a Charizard, if it's not winning you the game, Charizard's just gonna swing back and knock you out. So you yeah. you better have like another two Grass Energy in play for another one, or you're just gonna lose anyway. So. <laughs> This isn't like the Charizard killer that people are kind of making it out to be, it feels like. But it's a solid Charizard answer. This is another one that's pretty interesting. It's the Iron Crown EX, 220 HP psychic type future Pokemon with two retreats. It's got the ability Cobalt Commander. Your future Pokemon's attacks, excluding Iron Crown EX, deal 20 more damage to your opponent's active. And then it's attack 
psychic two colorless twin shoulets shout shoutels 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 twin shoutels i don't know what that word is this attack does 50 damage to two of your opponent's pokemon ignore weakness resistance or any effects on the defending pokemon now this is worded interesting defending pokemon usually refers to the active pokemon but i believe this actually just refers to the pokemon it is attacking okay um, so maybe so you can go bent you can go through bench barrier bench barrier um is my understanding of how yeah, this yeah. pokemon's attack works that makes sense yeah yeah so defending pokemon is usually referring to the active but i think that's usually just because the attack is hitting the active pokemon when it's saying defending pokemon but defending pokemon is theoretically any pokemon you're attacking i bet the translation um, when we get it in english won't say like different. exactly this word yeah yeah, yeah it yeah. might be different for sure so theoretically so you can attack with this and put 50 damage on a Manaphy or other things like Pidgeot's got 50 HP. So even if they have a Manaphy and Bench, what Manaphy is protecting, it is an effect on that Pokemon, right? So you would get through it theoretically like that. If it ignored effects. Yes, yes. It would hit through okay. Manaphy. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So yeah, combo this with Iron Valiant. So you can KO with 70 HP basics. Combo this with Halucha to KO 60 HP basics. Then your Iron Valiant's well, doing more damage as well, you know? Yeah. And the problem with this, <laughs> the problem with this is how are we getting a psychic and two colorless on this? That's right, it's Zatu's time, baby. This is. I was it. already thinking Zatu as well. Yeah, honestly, I don't think Zatu is good enough to make this good though. There, I, I, there's a lot of people speculating that's going to be some form of future energy acceleration or like double future energy or something. Because like the Verizian, this card, especially with this card's ability, kind of leads to the idea that they want that there's going to be a future box, right? Because the ability just boosts your other future Pokemon's damage, right? um the uh the cobalt commander doesn't boost other iron crowns so with that in mind with how hard it is to attack with these future pokemon because their energy requests are so high and there's no way to get this energy in play for them but they don't have their own sada to work with i think it definitely is kind of like spelling out there will be some kind of future energy acceleration or like double future energy could be a thing yeah as well. i think Just it's something. more likely that it would be an energy card to be honest i think it's I think that they want to and they should want to make the two Core things team. feel different, right? It would be kind of silly yeah. if it's like there's future, but then it has its own acceleration, and then there's ancient and it has its own acceleration. It's like, why are we even making them different at that point, right? Like, why not yeah, just true, make true. the cards the same? Uh, and I think like they did a good job with that through the single strike and rapid strike, right? There's a pretty distinct difference between most of those, right? Yeah, yeah. It'd be cool to see that a little bit more with these. But yeah, I think because once you get to this next Pokemon, you'll see like how weak the future Pokemon kind of seem to be compared to the ancients with the current array of future cards. Um, and especially when we look at the whatever Cobalt Commander, it seems like you want to be using other future Pokemon with this card. But so, but yeah, the next one is the, uh, what is it called? Boulder, Iron Boulder. Oh, yeah. I did get it right. Iron Boulder. Uh, fighting Colorless for 60 damage. And then if it takes any damage on your opponent's next turn, they take eight damage counters. And then for fighting, fighting colorless, you do 200 damage, and then you discard two energy. This thing is so bad with the current card pool we have, like, awful card. Like, 200 damage for three energy to discard two of your own energy. Like, this thing probably isn't even beating Maridon and its fighting type. Like, embarrassing. Yeah, this card <laughs> seems pretty tough, honestly. Like to make work it does not seem very good but you never know future support oh, we know like that but you know honestly Maybe if it's a, a future build. double energy you know you're only discarding one of them yeah yeah i mean yeah if we have some form of future energy acceleration i could see it cooking but currently it's just getting cooked we've got a flutter main here do people thought flutter main well i think we will still get a flutter main ex um but because of how broken flutter main is in the video game i think 
we've all been kind of waiting for Fluttermane to enter the TCG. Yeah. Uh, warily, because we didn't want it to be like broken the way it is. And I don't know if they dislike how good Fluttermane is in the VGC or not. I've never asked a VGC player that. Like, Pretty is much that everyone like... hates whatever the best is always, right? Like, well, Fluttermane's like a like it's like forty percent or like it's like ridiculous, right? Like, yeah, it's maybe high. Some like some of the highest numbers of a Pokemon of all time in the VGC is like my understanding. So. Um, but actually, I, to be honest, I just didn't know if like the VG, like if people dislike that or were, like fine with it. Um, so I didn't really have an understanding of that. But we finally got a Fluttermane here in the TCG. Um, but yeah, this one's not going to be really game breaking. Yeah, it's got the ability. It's a 90 HP basic psychic Pokemon. It is an ancient Pokemon as well. It's got the ability Fluttering Disc. As long as this Pokemon is in the active spot, your opponent's Dusk. active Pokemon has no abilities except for Fluttering Disc. And then for three colorless, Flying Curse, 90 damage, and then put two damage counters on your opponent's benched Pokemon in any way that you like. Wait, were you saying Dusk or Disc? Dusk. You said Disc, did you not? Maybe I did. I've been playing okay. the Indigo Disc DLC for <laughs> <laughs> Scarlet and Violet, so that could it was be like a, it. That was like a, an ad transition right there. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, yeah, this card is is uh, this card is definitely interesting. The big thing, so the big thing with this one compared to like Klefki, um, is Klefki shuts off all basics abilities, whereas uh, Fluttermane shuts off all abilities of your opponents, but only their active. Um, and actually both cards get a lot better because we lose escape rope escape rope currently rotates i've heard this way too many times is escape rope gonna re uh is escape rope gonna get a reprint in the new set they're gonna reprint escape rope maybe they will maybe they won't as of right now we don't see it so we're assuming there's no but there's still stuff like iron bundle but you know there's like the the, the iron valiance and the and the law zone decks they played for escape rope right so they could naturally kind of deal with a card like this or with Klefki um but as soon as escape rope leaves these are gonna be much better answers to slowing down iron valiant decks and lost zone decks for sure uh, and the question will just be should you play the flutter main or the klefki like i said klefki shuts down your side but also shuts down a little bit more of their side in the early game stops squawkability and luminian stuff like that but does luminian rotate no okay. same set as uh <laughs> or ksv star squawkability and luminian but you could do like cool stuff in the late game with flutter main like you could boss up a guard ex and then put Fluttermane in the active and start attacking with it. And then they can't accelerate energy from their discard pile to the, the Guardi X to retreat it. So they'll have their ups and downs, but both get a lot better with Escape Rope uh, leaving the leaving the format. Yeah, I mean, I can see this being solid mm -hmm. in some, like, as a one prize option in, you know, some ancient deck. Especially if, like, we go to the box type decks in the future. Like, right now, Roaring Moon decks are playing their Morpeko. This could maybe make its way into those decks. Morpeko is pretty good in the Roaring Moon deck. So I don't it's know if you replace good. that, but, um, you know, I could see it, you know, fitting that type of card slot in a deck similarly to that. We have a we have a better option than that, but we'll get to that in just a second. <laughs> We've got the Iron Thorns here. The best future. future. This is actually the best future Pokemon that they've revealed, to be honest. <laughs> like... Had you ever seen this Pokemon before? No, um, I want to actually say maybe I had. I think I maybe went and looked them all, all <clears> up <throat> one day, but it's pretty cool looking. It's like a it looks like uh, Mecha Godzilla uh, T-Tar. It's got those vibes for sure. Yeah. <laughs> for lightning and colorless, it has Desto Press 70 times. Reveal the top five cards of your deck. This attack does 70 damage for each future card you find there. Discard the future cards you revealed in this way and shuffle the other cards back into your deck. And then Megaton Lariat for three lightning and one colorless 140 damage. I using that. <laughs> That's too much. But yeah, we got Generator. We're getting the 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 Cobalion to boost some damage, sit on the bench, or get discarded for seventy more damage. Um, we have a 
generator. The only future cards we can really aggressively recover is um Pokemon, but we have Super on. So you know you discard some Pokemon, shuffle them back. That's what the iron the iron boulder is good for, is getting discarded by the iron thorns <laughs> and then getting shuffled the back is, in the deck. All right, here's a question though. Is Iron Crown in this deck more valuable in your deck or on your bench? Because if it's on your bench, it's plus 20 damage. But if it's in your deck, it's plus 70 damage. Yeah, but if we get two, if we, we get two attacks off, it's plus 40, right? I feel like it's better off. Yeah. Well, and then also the one math. of them is plus 70. Yeah, 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 that's true, that's true. To be honest, I don't know. And also then we don't have a two-prizer in play. So maybe we just have like four B-barrels on our bench drawing cards, making sure we're moving stuff along. Um, it's actually, honestly... I think this, it's mega cope to think that this is like actually good, but it definitely seems cool. I think I'm, I, I don't think it's good. I think it might be the best future card revealed. So yeah, far. yeah. You know, I'm gonna have more fun with this Iron card Hands than any of the. Than, than, I'm gonna have more fun like with that. this card than any of the other cards when this set releases for sure. Definitely better than Iron Hands EX, I would say for sure. Oh, in this no revealed in this. Here, oh, okay, here. okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Well, let's Honestly, just slide this time. All right. <laughs> Explorers four A. It's a supporter ancient classification. Look at the top Imprint. six cards of your deck. Put two of those cards in your hand and discard the rest. This is one we have seen before. Yep, Hapu did literally this exact same thing. And before Hapu, we had Sage's Training uh, back uh, black and white card. So it was a little bit of a gap between... And we've had a gap also between Hapu and here. But Sage's Training was, look at the top five, take two, discard three. Um, and uh, Hapu wasn't good. I thought Sage's Training was bad, but a lot of people played it in their Rashi Flosions. There also, was stuff that played Hapu at some point. It was never yeah, that yeah, good, but, though. Yeah. No, it was not like a... It was not a very good supporter. It was kind of like a... Jeez, I don't even know what kind of supporter it was like, to be honest. It wasn't very good, though. Uh, and this one also not great. But, like, yeah, there could be, like, one or two meta decks that pop up here or there. Yeah. Or maybe it's included as, like, a one of in a more aggressive deck. So it's, like, four research, two or three explorers, because you're just always wanting to go ham. So um, I could see that. But, yeah, it's not going to be, you know, a go-to staple supporter for sure. Um, some decks with, like, some unique situations that pop up might include it for sure. And then uh, we got another A-spec here. A true reprint, and that is Master Ball. Search your deck for a Pokemon, reveal it, and put it into your hand. Then shuffle your deck. Honestly, I usually play the new cards. But because of how ugly the new Ace specs are, I might actually go back and find my old Master Ball and play. Because I do own one. I do own a Master Ball. I own one you better go dig it out because... They got bought out on TCG Player basically. I don't instantly. know why. I don't know why. No one's gonna play Master Ball in anything. <laughs> yeah, um, that's Master an interesting up buyout. Forty bucks is the cheapest one on TCG Player. It's an interesting buyout. I guess like the only thing I could see it re being reasonable to buy out for would be, well, you know, you're still hoping people end up playing it, right? Because it would be like even yeah. if you're like looking at it for like a retro from a retro deck standpoint of like when this A spec rotates you're still hoping that it gets played at some point so this just feels like a weird bio to me so yeah you can see the card got revealed december 23rd like late at night i yeah. know it was the 24th maybe late at night i don't know one of those two yeah, yeah, yeah. and then it's like the sales before that it was like a couple on the 17th a couple Honestly, on the 21st that's way too many master balls being bought before it got revealed that's like but every people, other day people you know use them for other things like uh cubes and old decks and stuff like that i mean wood really kindling old decks but yeah, yeah yeah uh but then you look at this and it's just like boom 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 they're all <laughs> gone <laughs> it's like kind of crazy to look at to be honest basically yeah. every single one of them that was under 20 dollars got bought and only one since then has sold for more than that by the way one person bought one for 50 yeah this yeah this felt like uh this felt like one of those things where it's like 
uh you know someone tells you like you have like you have you see people around you like your friends get into like stock trading or flipping pokemon cards and then you see master ball kids master ball's people. hot right now you gotta yeah, get in you, you gotta just get go in. and that's your first this is your first like big flip you feel you feel like oh my gosh i saw the master ball reveal i'm gonna go buy master balls my friend like flipped some other card and made hundreds of dollars i'm gonna go buy a bunch of master balls um yeah it feels like the it feels like that to be honest <laughs> like the people who are just trying to trying to get their come up uh i don't think master balls the come up that some people are hoping for though for sure and then, yeah, I mean, speaking of playability as well, it definitely, of the three, I think is least likely to be used. Off the rip, yeah. Well, honestly, if like, for some reason you're not playing, well, I think we're going to get a fourth one, right? That, I, that's my current guess. If they're bringing back the Apex, they'll give us a fourth one. Maybe they won't. Um, if you're not playing Prime Catcher, you're probably playing Master Ball, to be honest. How many actually. Radiance do we get right off the rip? That's what I would compare these we to. We got a lot of Radiance overall. There's a lot yeah. of them. I guess like another thing people are like when people are looking at the prime catcher, people are a little bit burnt out of Greninja as we well. We got 16 it's like, radiance. It's not as many as you think. Yeah, people are a little bit burnt out of Greninja as well. It's like they gave us all these radiant Pokemon and it's like Greninja is just so much better than hey, all look. the other ones besides Radiant Charizard. And that's only if you play Fire Energy. First maybe. set with Radiance. One, two, three radiance. First next set with Radiance. One, two, three. Next set with Radiance. One, two, three. Next set with Radiance. One, two, three. And then next set. One, one right? Three. Wait, didn't oh. the Charger come in Pogo or am I trolling? Oh no, it came out with all the other ones. It, Wait, it came with heads. four. There was four. There's four in from Pogo because we got the EV. No, no, this is a promo. Oh, so it was like five sets of three? Five sets of three. Oh, well, that's what we could see with Apex, I guess. Five sets of three. Yeah. I mean, if they don't give us another one in this set, I wouldn't be shocked. My, I was just kind of assuming we would get one, but maybe we'll get five sets of three again. And then we've got a new Miraidon EX. This one is a Dragon-type Pokemon. It's a future Pokemon. 220 HP. Lightning Colorless. Expelling Bolt. Does 60 damage. And if your opponent's active Pokemon has any damage counters on it, this attack does 100 more damage. And then for okay. a Lightning Psychic Colorless, Cyber Drive, 220. This Pokemon can't use Cyber Drive during your next turn. I think you'll have a hard time choosing to play this Miraidon over the other one. Or many other cards, unless we get like a double future rainbow energy, which is what this thing needs. Like, yeah, <laughs> like you need something like that. We're not there yet. Yeah. Um, the Corona has a little bit more potential, though, because it, it is an ancient Pokemon. And we do have Sada's. But the energy cost is still pretty expensive on this one as well. The first attack is two colorless. You can do 20 plus 10 for each damage counter on it. Uh, you can build up that damage with your second attack for fire fighting fighting. Yikes. 280, though. Uh, and of course, it is ancient, uh, so you can put the tool on there to get 60 more HP, but you do 60 damage to yourself. So you're like effectively removing your own tool card off the rip to do that 280 damage. So this seems like this is maybe like going to be an inclusion in like a Lost Zone deck, maybe to be honest, like as your heavy hitter over like a Dragonite or something. 280 is yeah. a lot. It's a Giratina um, V as a basic, bro. Yeah, but I don't know if I'm trying to like chain back to back of these in like a deck or anything like that. So it feels like it fits more of a tech card type role in like a Lost Iron Zone Hands, deck. Roaring Moon. Right on EX. <laughs> knock out Charmander, knock out Charizard, knock out Pidgey, Pidgey, Pidgeot. It is Dragon type. It's not Fighting type. Yeah, I could do that. All right. You, you figured it out, Chip. <laughs> the, the... <laughs> All right. Let's go to the next. Um, I think we could skip. We can, I mean, I'm down to skip this one. We That's can keep fine. moving. We, we can keep moving. This one is also really bad. We can keep moving. Keep going. <laughs> now, this one, though, 
I actually think this card is really good. Well, we're checking out Sandy the Shocks. Sandy Shocks. All right, read the Sandy Shocks. Uh, read it. <laughs> yeah, this one is cool. So it's 120 HP, basic fighting type, ancient Pokemon. It's got the magnetic blast attack for one fighting, 20 plus. If you have three or more energy in play, this attack does 70 more damage. And then Power Gym fighting colorless for 60. So what you were saying earlier, Azul, one prize, ancient Pokemon. This one seems not bad. Yeah, like if your opponent opens a Ralts or something like that, you go second as an ancient deck. You play as a one of in your Raging Bolt deck. Sada for two, attach for turns, switch into the Sandy Shocks, knock out the Ralts with a one prizer instead of a two prizer. Don't discard any of your energy. You know, you start getting those uh, those aggressive KOs. You don't leave a two prizer in your active, and you're still taking that knockout for turns. Yeah, the the little Sandy Shocks. I think it's gonna be a, probably a good one of in any ancient deck that plays Fighting Energy for sure, which will be that Raging Bolt. <clears throat> we can skip i think iron valiant and i think it's scream tail yeah the one thing about the iron valiant i didn't notice until someone mentioned it is the iron valiant is like a throwback to kiram plasma kiram which is yeah, what's so the kind a of basic psychic type 130 yeah. hp you didn't want me to read it did you <laughs> well, no 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 I, we, we could go back and read it i was just saying yeah. but which is kind of feels like what i mean the the cobalion is deoxys like yeah it feels like this like the future pokemon they're kind of building around Plasma Pokemon a little bit. They're taking oh, yeah. a lot so, of inspiration. Wasn't Jake Gearhart said we're going to get like a Colorless Machine for yeah, future yeah. Pokemon? Yeah, Which yeah, makes yeah. sense because they need some form of energy acceleration. So if it's a Colorless Machine, if it's a double future energy, whatever it is, they need it. <clears throat> but but then, any of that, to be honest, the more I thought about that, any of that kind of stuff with Iron Hands is a little scary. Like any kind of any kind of extra form of energy acceleration with Iron Hands. I don't like yeah, the idea so of that. They don't have to do it. It feels like they're going to because these cards need it. So it feels like they're gonna fill the void. They've already probably they probably already have. It I mean, can they be already okay for it. them to just be like not that competitive. That's true. They could just be bad, and that, I wouldn't about hate that. Single strike, rapid strike, right? Like single strike was okay, but it was never that good as intended. The best yeah. single strike was was when it was paired with Lugia, which is not as intended, right? Fair, fair. Yeah, maybe that's what future will be. It'll be single strike. Is that what we? <laughs> Whenever they come out with like the, these two of what you can call it, the two double label uh, mechanics in a, in a yeah. set, one of them will be single strike, one of them will be rapid strike, and it looks like ancient <laughs> is going to be our rapid strike, and future will be the single strike. And then last Magma one Team here Aqua. is the Code Breakers solution. A future Pokemon, search your deck for two cards, shuffle the rest of your deck, and put those two cards on top of your deck in any order. Yet another functional reprint, Azul. Yeah, Mallow, we had a little while ago. Mallow was solid as like a one of in Zorark decks. Um, so we could see Mallow being... Honestly, Mallow has a lot more powerful, or the Code Breakers, whatever, could be really good right here, or could be really good right now, because we have Radiant Greninja. That's what I my conclusion kind of was when I thought about it a little bit more. It's like, wave rating Greninja. Turn one, whatever it's called, and then just get those two cards with a with the concealed cards. And then like if you played that with like Guardi, you go from concealed cards to get whatever you want into play another one, and then you get refinement into whatever you want. And yeah, maybe that's not enough draw power early on, but we'll probably see the uh any deck that has like built-in draw power, B barrel decks, Guardi, stuff like that will probably play. That card is like a one over two of would be my guess would be my hope to be honest not every card should have to play this as like a four of but you would want this to syner synergize well enough with cards that have built in draw power that it's played because it would really suck if this card comes out and it's just like i'd rather play research for a turn or i'd rather play i don't know for a turn that's what we don't want we want some decks to be like no i want that code breaker solution i want to play arvin um, for a turn yeah like we want to see more decks say that 
Um, because otherwise it feels like it is bad game design that research and Iono are are as powerful as they are. They're the two most powerful draw supporters in the game. And that's fine to have like a, a baseline yeah. to work around, but there should be points where other supporters kind of become a staple or a very good tech inclusion. And um, I think and we that, are that seeing good that, game design. Like right yeah. now in the game, right? And I think that shows the good game design, right? So yeah. a codebreaker solution moving forward, we're hoping that this is a good enough card as it is to actually be played. Yeah, and you mentioned Mallow, but even farther back, it is the same as well as Oracle, a card from Sky Ridge. And this card way back then in the 2003-2004 formats was the best supporter in the game. This was the research. You know, most decks played I don't, for I don't Oracle. That, but it's I literally know. true. What are you talking no, about? No, I don't know if we want that for a codebreaker, though. Like, oh, I'm sure, that's sure. Like a... <laughs> no, but I'm just I, I don't think we do want that. But yeah. um, it almost sounds like to be honest, like I didn't know that. To be honest, back then, that that was this was the supporter back then. That almost sounds like bad because then everyone gets everything they want every single turn. Uh, well, and the way it w was set up was around Delcaddy with the energy draw. Yep. Poke power. You discard an energy from your hand to draw three, similar to Radiant Greninja, you know. Or what you could do is you could Oracle and put a TV reporter or a Stevens advice on top of your deck, and then those would draw you that that you would like draw your supporter for turn to like you know next turn. Yeah, yeah to do whatever you want on next turn because the game you know games took 20 turns back then and that is not how it is now <laughs> not quite funny no i don't think we're we're a far shot away from getting back to 20 turn games especially which is a little bit disappointing to be honest seeing all this all these basic pokemon i was hoping for more evolution stuff i was really starting to dig the evolutions even like v stars being stage ones um but yeah all the powerful pokemon released in this initial set of more future and ancient stuff they are all basics. So, and I think it's okay for there to be like sets that are focused around yeah. basic stuff that's really powerful. But then I just hope that they can follow it up with stuff that's really powerful that is just more traditional, you know, stage one, stage twos, right? Yeah. And we might see some of that in this set as well. I'm sure we will. Um, but all Ancient and Future Pokemon are basics. So like, they are, yeah. We are doing the Ancient and Future stuff. That's something I didn't really think about initially when we were getting the first of it. It's like all the follow up Ancient and Future stuff is also going to be basics. So. Um, there's going to be like what two more sets of this probably of ancient and future stuff we'll see um, yeah there's could, a few that we haven't the, gotten would it would ever fill out the rest of the year for all of them at that at this point with what's revealed but fill out the rest of the year and we'd have like four sets of ancient and future until the until next next rotation it's possible right possibly i'm gonna look at the list of paradox pokemon yeah, we definitely are. Well, we don't have a Fluttermane EX. I think that's like a pretty easy... yeah, yeah. But we at least have a Fluttermane, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so how? Yeah, how, which ones are we just missing? Missing. And I think it's nothing. I think we've got. Oh, we got all of them now. now? Oh, yeah. Okay. So we were just missing the Fluttermane. What else did we get in this Fluttermane? The yeah, the all the, the, the ones. new ones, the Iron. Oh, maybe this is it then. Is it just two, is it just two sets of Ancient and Future? Maybe then it is possible. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm down with that as well. If that means like no more, we're less basic focused. Moving forward, the other sets again. Like Chip said, it's not bad to have like this set be basic focused. It's just like we're hoping that it's not every set moving forward. Because yeah, the evolution stuff does feel pretty pretty cool right now. A little bit of a mix of it feels nice because you have like the Guard Wars and the Charizards, and you also have the Maridons, and then somewhere in between you have like the Lost Tina, and then even the the Lost Zone decks and stuff like that. So the good mix feels nice overall. I to be the honest thing about the meta right now, we have everything in the meta. Right? You got the control evolutions, strong basic decks um mew still around of course um you and tina are kind of like this powerful stage one decks if you want to call them that whatever so yeah, the meta feels really 
diverse right now. I know some people say diverse meta doesn't mean it's a good meta, but a good meta is a good meta, whether it's diverse or not diverse, and it feels pretty cool right now. So, good one. With all that said, Azul, I think that's going to do it for us this week. You got anything else you want to add? No, I think that's it. I'm excited for these new cards. Unfortunately, we're not going to get them for a while. We're going to get, they're going to get these, Japan's going to get these cards at the end of January, and we're going to get Shiny or uh, Paldean Fates. <laughs> Paldean Fates. Yeah, we're yeah. so excited for Paldean Fates. It's Here so far go. away. I'm more so excited for rotation than anything, I think. Um, but yeah, we're just, it's a, it's a ways away for us. It kind of sucks. It's like, it's like knowing what you're going to get for Christmas really soon. And, but you're not, you can't open it until Christmas. It's like knowing what you're going to get for yeah. Christmas in November. And then you have to like wait, but we have to wait three months. So it kind of sucks, but uh, at least we know there's cool stuff on the on the way. Or maybe it's better because maybe Prime Catcher will ruin the game. It'll feel terrible to play. So we have three <laughs> months before the game ends. So enjoy the game before it ends in March. You can look at it both ways, I guess. So ruin the game just like that. Iron Hands. Yeah, the, for sure. the silver line. The silver lining here is that the game could be terrible when the new set comes out. So <laughs> we shouldn't be so excited for it. Um, no, I'm sure it'll be fine though. All right. Well, thanks everyone as always for listening. We appreciate your support. And if you do want to show that support just a little bit extra, the best way to do it is to just drop us a like, leave a rating, a review, totally free, takes just a couple seconds and it helps us out a lot. helps more people discover the podcast. So we really would appreciate that. If you want to stay up to date with everything happening with us, the best place to do it is over on Twitter. You can follow myself at Chip Ritchie. Azul is at Azul underscore GG. And you can follow the podcast as well at Uncommon underscore Energy. I appreciate the support as always. Catch y'all next Wednesday, 7 a.m. Eastern. Catch some of y'all right now in the bonus episode.